0: Hey, I'm Nashy. I'm Rizlar.
1: And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Well, Hold on, I, I have to gear check Nash right now. All right, that is a cool job, Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening?
2: <laughs>
0: oh my God. Uh, People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's <laughs>
2: pay to convenience. It's pay
3: to convenience.
1: Big money, big money, big money, big money. money
3: oh shit we got it we fucking got
2: it
0: and welcome everyone to another episode of the value pack uh quite a bit of things to talk about today um it's gonna be kind of a talking heavy episode not a lot of visuals so the uh audio only people are uh in luck today i suppose uh, but before we get into anything, uh, we got to thank our lovely patrons: infraxalwine, I has issues, Jeremy Johnson, Lord Carrot, Mayo Knight, Menaria, Slytech, Talus, X Septum, thanks, and Wavesy. Thank you guys and everybody else who supports us on Patreon and everyone who supports us on our uh, individual Twitch streams. We appreciate you guys very, very much for what you do. Um... All right, so let's get into it. The first thing we got to talk about are the class balance changes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are live. What do we think about it? What do we feel about it? Uh, should Wizard get nerfed more? I think is uh, what you've wrote here.
1: Uh, so that's not what I said. I said, are they okay? We're yeah, I translated right it.
0: Now. I translated like, mentally. It. Are, are they okay after this patch? Yeah, I translated it for you. It should be should wizards get nerfed more.
1: <laughs> well, I want to ask you guys first um with the classes that you're playing, uh and I actually starting with you cuz yours were the most exciting. Are you oh still spamming gosh. New Year's Eve or will those uh PvE buffs? <laughs> uh, um,
4: you know, that, that's that, that's difficult. Um the short answer, yeah, we're we're still spamming New Year's Eve. All right.
2: Um
4: so if I can elaborate on the, uh, the specifics of the change, I'll, there's a lot of things that were uh, done to Well, awakening succession. I haven't tested succession yet, admittedly, so I've been making too much money on awakening, so it's uh, kind of hard to you know dumb it down, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so awakening, there was a number of changes to like tip of the iceberg, getting crit, sticky soffle getting crit for PVE. Um, A little bit of uh, damage increases on Petal Bloom and Frost Pillar. Um, And those changes are good. The problem is usually it's just a little bit too consistent uh, with its damage and its AoE size, whereas the other skills are more cone-based. So I guess the the issue is it's, one, it's a cooldown-related issue petal bloom is like 12 to 15 second cooldown i can't remember off the top of my head but um and then new year's eve you can obviously just spam it with no downsides whatsoever uh frost pillar seven seconds but tip of the iceberg is um a little bit longer cooldown as well i think it's 12 seconds for tip of the iceberg so it's just like it, the skills are good and they do hit really hard it's just the consistency isn't there or what we need it to be in order to like switch over completely to them and that's just my personal opinion on it um the aoe size is also a major factor too like i can hit front back sides like 360 degrees with my new year's eve so it's just super consistent right Um, and positioning isn't really an issue per se
1: And we we discovered this week together that may was actually pretty efficient grinder
4: oh yeah, oh, yeah. this has been a journey this this whole week has been a journey
1: do you feel like you've lost a lot of money in the last six months by not playing Awakening Maywa well,
4: I mean I guess you could say have I lost a lot of money since I never switched to Striker um, but I mean yes and no I mean Succession's fun to grind on um, and it's not like it's damage is bad um, it's just not as good as Awakening Maywa so, yeah. I don't feel like I really
3: lost potential income, even though that is actually true. But I don't feel that way.
1: Reslar, uh, on I know you said you've been playing Strike these last few days. Have you tried out Zerker at all with some of the buffs, either Suck or Awake?
0: I haven't been playing at all the last few days because it has been a rough few days for me. <laughs> uh-huh. uh So unfortunately, I can't give that much insight into it. Um, I will say the whole uh, beast form mechanic where now when you're in succession, you do fearsome tyrant and it puts you in beast form for 10 seconds, Mm -hmm. um, not actually super useful in my opinion, uh, because you have to completely finish the animation of fearsome tyrant uh, to get the beast form, uh, which is not helpful because it's an unprotected skill uh, when you don't have the 100% BSR. And it's a pretty long animation. So yeah, not super good, not super useful. Um, normally, you cancel out of it because you're just using it for the add-ons. So I was thinking like, oh, it's going to be really nice. You used Fearsome Tyrant for the T3 add-ons, you cancel out of it, and now you have Beast Form for 10 seconds. And that's not the case. Essentially, you have to lose DPS and be unprotected for five seconds, uh, and then you can get beast form for 10 seconds, which is not a very. I good mean, I, I don't know if that's still better. It probably is, but it's
3: a little disappointing
1: Right. What about that new spin? Or a bomb I spin. I mean, that's
3: just a damage buff, so I mean, that's just outright better.
1: But isn't that one of the reasons why, well, I guess because it buffs both Sock and awakening, right? Yep. yeah, and you haven't messed at all with the the other two like devastation slug fest,
0: yeah, uh no, no, I don't grinding I don't grind in uh, awakening um I mean, those again, those are just straight up damage buffs, right? and I think they added uh. I think they added some PvE crit to something else as well on Awakening, I think. Or maybe that was Succession, I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, everything that's just straight-up damage buffs is like really, really nice. Um, So yeah, the Slugfest damage buff is really nice, because that's a skill that you just kind of use in your rotation a lot. And so it's nice that it's got a good buff. Um, and then, yeah, the prime, I think it's prime devastation that got buffed, which is the succession, obviously. And that's nice as well. Cause again,
3: that's just kind of something that you have in your PV rotation. At least I have it in mine. So yeah, that's nice.
1: Um, so on Kuno, uh, succession, no change whatsoever. Um, but awakening <clears throat> like actually got pretty significant buffs. I think that it's still not particularly good but i do think that the buffs were like a major improvement because it was so bad before and now it like doesn't feel that bad if that makes sense so you're
4: like f to d
2: f tier we we moved from
1: very very bottom to like the very bottom of the middle (laughs) Yeah. on awakening
2: that's,
4: that's, that's an improvement
1: yeah um there's a couple little things that i would change but i don't know I I was saying, dude, I don't even blame like PA for this fun. one, because um, PA is like they actually like even when I read those changes, I was like, dude, hell yeah, like these are what we need, like all these filler skills that don't do damage are getting pretty big buffs, um, but in practice, it just I don't know, just wasn't enough, I guess. Um, what were you saying? Does it what? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty this fun to grind fun. on. It's just like a lot of work compared to everything. Yeah. <laughs> so. The succession one is really disappointing too because even before the buff, um, suck is a worse grinder than awakening, and it like didn't get anything to really help its grind. Um, crit on tendon is is nice, but that's like the only major one. Shadow clones is like unnoticeable, um, and then shadow explosions just too long of a cooldown. You can only use it once every two to three packs, so getting crit on that like I don't know doesn't help that much. So, uh, yeah. And then, uh, Hash Awakening feels a little bit better. I think that the, um, because they got, uh, col- or Condemn, Flow Condemn having lower cooldown, you literally can just use it every pack now, or almost every single pack. It's 12 second cooldown. Feels really good. And then, uh, Ensnaring Sands doesn't feel like a total waste to use it. I still wish it would get buffed a little bit more, but it actually does some damage in PvE now. And then, uh, Serpent's Coil, I, I don't know, that change did nothing. And then the Collapse change that just increases damage also feels really good. Um, Cause that's just like a normal, you use that skill a lot already, so. Yeah, yeah felt pretty good. Um, I don't know, so th- those are that. Dude, there's some like, uh, the ninja buffs have been pretty amazing. Like, I've seen some of my friends and some other people in some videos going up on ninja that are like, kinda nuts. Um, the Sork buffs are like pretty huge. Um, like Sork felt really good. This is, uh, I'm just relaying this from all of the Sorks that I've talked to about it, but Sork felt really good in, up to Sacrea, and then like a Hadoom. A lot of the Sorks felt like it didn't feel like they did that much damage, but now after the buffs, they actually feel pretty good in Hadoom as well. Um.
4: It's interesting that they did well in Sacrea, but Hadoom wasn't the case. It's weird
1: yeah I mean there's something about like a sweet spot when it comes to like your skill rotation and having only to get through to a certain point and then when you get yeah. a higher spot it's like oh shit like, like when I you get to, to that through... point I gotta keep spamming the same ability on cooldown and starts feeling bad
4: oh well that's
1: well, weird there, there's works differently than yours but yeah <laughs> I mean you're, you're literally only using the one skill and just holding it
4: yeah yeah no I understand no I mean certain classes they don't have Set up where I can have consistent damage like mine, for example. But um, yeah, having to go through a combo rotation two times or more to kill a pack is it probably feels really
2: bad.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other major ones. I think Shies still aren't happy. Uh, Shies
0: will never be happy.
1: Succession tamers, for the few fans of them out there, they're happy. Awaken. Um, the polling is nice, so, like, stars and, and stuff are good, but apparently higher-end spots, it's not, uh, super helpful, the buffs that they got. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, the PvE stuff. But the PvP buffs, which came out in KR, or, uh, on Global Lab in April, like, that's what's crazy, that was a month ago when they first released those PvP changes, um, the major ones that we've been looking at are the wizard ones. Obviously, Voltaic Pulse losing super armor, Voltaic Pulse losing accuracy, and uh, Meteor losing super armor um, on the absolute version and the prime version. Uh, I know you guys don't really know war, but have you noticed anything in RBFs or any wizards you know talking? How how are you feeling? What, what's I'm the word out there? The fuck? Oh so, well, you said you hadn't played, so I don't know. I, just I
4: am going. Oh, to no, I, I haven't grinded. I'm going to be completely honest about this. I have been grinding solely for like the last couple weeks, trying to get this uh, pen over. So there has been literally zero PVP interaction. So I couldn't tell you from personal experience. However, what I've been hearing, and this is kind of like same information that you already know, but also probably just a couple make sure wizards here and there but they don't they don't like the change <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um
4: yeah so i
0: i personally haven't really noticed that much of a difference in all honesty from the little bit of node wars, uh that i've done but um a lot of other people in my guild have talked about how nice it is um, and apparently have been like pretty constantly. The big thing that I keep seeing people talk about is they're, uh, they're like, I can actually catch people whenever they do Meteor now. Yep.
3: Yeah.
4: That would be pretty, pretty huge development. Which
0: obviously, like we talked about when those changes first hit, was that like it would be nice if like a wizard couldn't just cast Meteor whenever they fucking wanted, like if they actually had to be smart about it. Um, so it seems like that is in fact the case that. Now, if there's a wizard that's not paying attention to his surroundings or, you know, whatever, is just not in a good position because
4: they're a wizard and they don't have to position themselves. Yeah. Um, they don't get rewarded for just playing a class now. They have to actually pay attention. Yeah, to yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So that's one thing that I've noticed a lot of people talking about. The ability to catch the wizards out of the
3: meteor now is like super nice.
1: I was yeah, asking they, they, my...
3: They just don't dive either.
1: I was asking my guild on, uh, yesterday we had a node war and it wasn't particularly long, but, um, we had a 1v1 black rose and then we had a 1v2. And I asked the wizard, we only have, like, it's a, it's funny. Cause I was like joking around like, dude, this like Wednesday's patch is a huge buff for my guild because you
4: guys don't have as many, but other we, guilds. Too. Yeah.
1: On average, we bring five to like 12 wizards at most to 60 man Yep. So, for us, it's like only a few of our wizards are being hurt, but a lot of us play. Um, like a lot of
4: classes that could potentially punish a wizard.
1: Yeah, you know, like flex, I mean, we have a lot of flex classes, a lot of sorks in our golden hash and stuff like that. So, um, but I was asking the wizards, I was like, uh, at the very end of the war, like, did, did any of you guys get CC'd out of Voltaic? And if so, how many times? And it was like the average number for each wizard was like two or three. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's so significant. If, if out of, like, five wizards, I know it's obviously, like, small, really small sample size, but out of five wizards, getting CC'd out of Voltaic two times in a node war, like, can change the outcome of fights if wizards are actually oh, yeah. getting caught out of that. Because mm-hmm. the rest of the rotation after Voltaic, like, just destroys, you know? So, I don't know. Like, once you're bound mm-hmm. and then frigid and just the rest of the rotation, like, and a lot of them would even do, like, especially the really, like, I, the ones that don't PVP as much, but they could literally meteor in your face after as well. Like just, I don't know. So yeah, it's, cu- they can't off, do off. And they hate it. They hate it. But the thing is, is, um, I've noticed with a lot of them, um, I've been watching like multiple streams of people playing on wizard and there's like a muscle memory. That's going to take a while for oh, them to God, get used yeah. to because it's just like a, an autopilot, but, what they do, I mean, they dive into a group of 10 people and Voltaic and then are like super pissed that they got CC'd. And I don't know, I, I think like. <laughs> it's if, like, yeah. <laughs> if you look at like, I had wizards are forever gonna hate me for saying this, but you can position yourself in a way where instead of diving into the center of a group, you try to position your Voltaic to the edge of the group so you clip yeah. the people on the end so that way, yeah. they don't have as much time to react and actually do something about your voltaic poles. Like, uh, I
4: think the and example you used was like a ninja murder.
1: Yeah, no, no, no behead. Student. Like the way ninjas oh, use behead. behead. If you, they never, ninja steps straight into the group and behead. They always try to clip you with the furthest, most edge of beheading. And I think that that's okay. That's a good thing that wizards have to do that now, in my opinion. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing, here's the thing, here's why I have no sympathy for them. A lot of these suck wizard players are ex Awakened Witch players. You just have to do what you used to do on Awakened Witch. Like Awakened Witch, you would the good ones anyway. You would never see them just diving straight in the middle because Awakened Witch has more frontal guards than Awakened Wizard did or does, right? So, if you were a good Awakened Witch, you were always trying to position yourself in a way where your back was either against something or you were just on the edge of a ball instead of, like, straight in the middle of it. It's like, you just need to do that again. I know that that takes a little bit more effort and brain power than what you've been using for the past, like, fucking year. All of the Awakened Witches that went to Succession Wizard. But, like, you can do it again.
1: Yeah. Granted, the Awakened Witch Voltaic is insane right now too it's so good
4: i got got a chat basically commenting on this topic and you know like for example on the meteor thing people still feel that uh meteor still the best offensive skill for large scale Mm -hmm. how do you guys feel about that no i mean i don't think anymore i voltaic
0: pulse dude uh awakened good. Awaken which take Pulse is actually insane.
1: It still has Super Armor and Awakening, that's fine. Yeah. True. Exactly. Um like true. the
0: succession uh Voltaic did, Pulse did that, now not did... having protection is huge, right? But does... the Awakened Voltaic Pulse still has protection, still has the damage, still has the did, cooldown.
4: The like does it
5: have yeah,
4: Still has the debuff. Is yeah. it at 30% or is it at 12 uh, what is it now? 12? Uh I think it's Didn't 12... they nerf it down to 12? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they nerfed it down to
1: 12. The, 12%, the, the so. what? Nerfed it down to 12 The evasion sorry. debuff. No, no, no. The the their accuracy rate was 30%. Now it's 12. The evasion debuff oh. remained the same, still 15%.
3: Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: But yeah, man, that skill is just and it's on a six second cooldown, man. I mean, that is just crazy. Yeah, that's still pretty
3: overloaded
1: with the Yeah, I um. I still think meteor i don't know if like best offensive i'd have to like legit stop and think about it but it, it is still so insanely powerful and like if you have a group of wizards like this is why it never made any sense that it was fully protected because like it does such an insane amount of damage plus procs a bunch of ccs and when you have multiple multiple wizards like doing it from range like the yeah, just you the still distance, affect a large
4: scale fight pretty yeah like there's still
1: going to be good wizards that get it off um and it's still going to be insane. It's just like, I don't know, just the way yeah. like you literally, when you put it up, you felt so safe. Like the way I felt, the way I feel on Kuno in Concealment is the way which felt when they were casting Voltaic and Meteor in your face. Yeah, that's true. Like, hey, dude, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm good right now. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, uh, so that, that's,
4: yeah. I think that's why some people feel it's still like a really strong skill in large scale because of the simple fact of the range. And I mean, that, it definitely
0: is still a really
4: it gives you quasi protection. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, it gives you. It's a frontal guard, one of the longest range abilities in the game. Thirty second cooldown, insane damage, huge
3: AOE, two CCs. Like, it's still a very powerful skill.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah.
1: Well, it's pretty good. Let's
5: see.
1: Um, but um, I, I do think overall are, wait what?
4: A lot of people are just I think happy that Wizard is quote unquote less of a frontline class, so
1: yeah. I think overall, man, it, it like I don't know. It's it's crazy though, like seeing some of the reactions because you just haven't seen it for so long on a yeah. Wizard like that. Like Um, even when like the PA nerfs came in, it's not like it individually made a, a wizard feel bad it was like it kind of affected everyone similarly whereas this is just like i don't know the same thing that happens to classes all the time when they get something that they love nerfed like happen yeah it's, with. So like, it's like congratulations
4: welcome I, to what we all deal with
1: i do feel bad but at the same time i do think that because that feeling still sucks regardless right especially like uh there's obviously a lot of people that rolled the wizard because it was strong but there are still people that played it from the beginning that didn't do that and um, I think that they left it the way it was for way too long. Like, it would yeah. be a lot easier to stomach the change if it happened really early on.
4: Like, a couple months in kind of thing, you just be like, okay, after reviewing and whatnot, it looks like the skill's too strong.
1: Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. It's just crazy, because, like, when you're doing the same thing and you're comfortable doing the same thing for so long, when it changes, it it's such a jarring thing to try to change your habits. Yeah. You know, like your brain is trained now after months to like, if I see nine people, I'm going to teleport in and kill all of them, and now it's so like, they, uh, oh wait, like I might die if I do that.
4: So do you, do you feel like wizards feel like this was this patch was a soft core CC super armor change again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the CC changes all over again for them. Bye. uh maybe I don't know. Um. But either way, I think uh, it's nice for Node War. Dude, there's also just less Wizards already. And I know... Mm, Way less. And Awakened Sage is really strong, super strong in Node War right now, really strong in 1v1. But, like, still the impact of them, and this may change in the future. I might have to eat my words on this because I I definitely had to with Suck Sage. I did not foresee Suck Sage becoming that powerful (laughs) at first. But, uh... It may become more powerful, but as strong as Awakened Sage is, and it is ridiculously strong, it still does not feel nearly as oppressive as as wizards do. So, like swapping off for sages doesn't feel like the worst thing in the world right now. Again, I may regret yeah. saying that in two weeks when it's like, oh, that might okay, change. When we can't you see do 20 anything. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> sages are running the server. I mean, even in even in my guild right now, like yesterday, the top four fraggers were all Awakened Sages, one through four. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy class right now, but you know.
4: Knocking one
5: magic class down at a time.
1: Um, I, did, I didn't get to see how Valks feel. I know a lot of Valks are upset about the accuracy change, but um, in regards to the shield throw change, I did get to test what it was like. I had my friend throw out shield throw. And just being able to walk through it was such a crazy it's, thing that's
4: I, that's huge,
1: like going into it after it's been thrown out because I, I could I could never stand that. It's like, oh, if they miss the shield throw, like it still is just going to keep ticking attempts yep. to CC you over and over and over again. It's so it's so nice to be able to be like, okay, they I have to watch out for them to throw shield throw, but if they're just holding it, that's like my chance to go in. yeah, it's, it's kind now of, you
4: actually have a legitimate punishable opportunity yeah yeah no that's it's gonna be huge like from my class's point of view in that fight i could be cc'd just by having that thrown on top of me and i try to linger chase i i'll just get cc'd during it because of all the hits
1: yeah
4: it was fucking rough i'm glad they uh, nerfed it had done what what was the significance of the accuracy
1: So the accuracy change, basically the accuracy buff that they get, the 15% all accuracy in the succession kit only, so only applies to succession, um, it now only lasts for 10 seconds instead of 100% uptime, and it has a really long cooldown now.
4: That's really good, then, because they were doing so much damage before. I mean, they still do a shit ton of damage, but at least there's an opportunity where maybe that stuff falls off so people that build evasion actually will benefit
1: yeah a lot of someone alpha gods in chat said why would we be upset we still use the bomb that that's the thing it's like they they have the choice to give up one of their spears um their bomb spear in exchange for getting back that accuracy buff basically for 100 percent duration if they want the rebomb, like gives the same <laughs> or a similar buff. I think it's only twelve percent instead of fifteen on the rebomb, but um, it's still like yeah, last sixty just seconds.
4: Junzo and Chad was saying that there's a way around it, so that's
5: probably what that is. Yeah, rebomb, like you said. So yeah, it's not even <laughs> kind of like a, a a little minor change then.
1: Yeah, is it still fifteen percent accuracy, Alpha? Or is it twelve? I thought it was. I thought the Obama was, was only twelve, but maybe I'm misremembering. Um, that's silly. But yeah, so that that happened, and then uh, let's talk about some of these buffs. Uh, I a lot of people are like freaking out about the mystics. Uh, you're, you guys, yeah, do you guys have any opinions on the succession, mystic buffs?
4: Um. So, from what I've seen, so like I said, I've been busy the last two weeks just grinding, so I haven't really been PvPing too much. Mm-hmm. It seems like with the damage, like, I think Mystics are happy with that for obvious reasons. They actually feel like they're useful in large-scale now, because they can play a flex role, essentially, and delete someone in one hard CC, which I think is reasonable to, to say. Um, so that's pretty significant damage increases. Um, the The problem with that is they're so tanky too. So it's like you made a bruiser essentially, an assassin, in a way. So I'm not I'm not sure how I really feel about it. Doesn't seem right. I mean, it's just like like you were kind of saying earlier this week. It's like striker 2.0 in terms of the damage and tankiness.
1: Yeah, I've never been a fan of, like, if you keep lowering your AP and lowering your AP, then we're going to balance your class in a way that buffs its damage because you're not doing enough damage because of the build that you're choosing. But um, I I do think that they went too far. I think the damage buffs were too much. But at the same time, I also don't think that we're about to see some mystic meta. Because... Like you said, the, the role that you pointed out for them was flex. And I still think a million other classes can do flex better than them. And in a ball, like there's still, I I just don't see them having success. They didn't change anything mechanically with the class. It's not easier to get out of an engagement. It's not easier to get into an engagement. You're not going to take less damage while you're inside or during an engagement. So like the only thing they changed was they increased the damage. Yeah. So, like, I mean, right now, like, let's just say they increase, I, I just, as an example, let's say they increase maywa damage by 40% across the board on every single ability in PvP. Like, is that, is that going to change what you do in large scale? I mean, you're still just, no, you're, you're but, still going to be flex, but even, even with that example, it's not really even a good one because your class is yeah, better at flex than say, mystic. <laughs> your yeah. class is better at the flex well, than the mystic would be.
4: It's also, we're not very tanky too. So I was going to say, it's like, that's not necessarily a fair example, but. Um, yeah, but they're
1: in, in the context of a war, they aren't either.
4: Yeah. I would yeah. say if they made us 40% tankier, would we change our role? And I'd be like, probably not. Cause we just don't have the utility that allows us to be a frontline.
1: Dude, if, if mystic though, like the thing is with mystic, is they all feel tanky when you're just one dude fighting them. But when there's yeah, 10 people there, they don't feel tanky at all.
5: Yeah. yeah that's i'm not really sure what the answer would be to that like if the the thing
4: is pa doesn't want to like define roles like that right even though they kind of are indirectly they just don't want to like basically say fuck it and all right we're defining roles um they they want a class to be able to kind of pseudo do everything even if it's not really the most efficient at doing it they want it to have the potential to do everything right um so like if they gave them specifically something to make them tankier in like a mob of people like say for example they take 1% reduced damage per person that's around them per opponent from like a defensive point of view like, I don't I don't think that would be a very good solution. That would just make them unreal to deal with um, in large scale because then you just get 10 of them and then they all jump in a ball and you just can't fucking kill them. So, I don't know.
1: I mean, that idea actually wouldn't be bad if it was just a flat rate amount. Like, if it was yeah. like... Yeah, you'd for, have to be careful with for it, For every person around you, up to 10, you get, like, 2DR yeah. or something like that. 2DR, two, 2 evasion. And then, like, yeah. so if there's 10...
4: Yeah, not it to Crouching Wolf... The problem is they would have to like, maybe Uh, that would have a downside of it too. Like, all right, you get tankier per person around you, but if you have this, maybe it's like a buff, you like almost like an e-buff or a class specific buff. You would, um, you would get tankier per person around you, but you would be equally reducing your damage for each person around you to kind of balance it out. If you wanted to go that route, that way it's an option rather than necessarily
1: so useless. Then you're just back to does. square one. I mean, yeah, kinda. I'm just saying,
4: like, with the damage that they have now, would you like to see that with that tanky bo- that
1: tanky? <clears throat> Well, I, I don't, again, I, I don't agree with the damage changes. I, I thought that they should have got buffed, like, 5 to 10% across the board, but 20 to 30 was kind of crazy. Yeah. Because they already did, like, really good damage. Like, if anyone's fought a suck Mystic before these changes, like, their combo damage was insane, and a, a couple individual they just abilities. kill each other. <laughs> just couldn't kill each other in, in a tournament but i don't know like now like the thing is that everyone has to remember with them is they're typically running like 10 to 30 less ap than most other players because of the build that they're doing and like 10 to 30 less accuracy because of the build that they're choosing to go so it's like i don't know they, the they amount of so damage much? increase was i think too much because now like a mystic at 289 damage feels like uh, a ninja at 305 or 309.
4: Oh, really? That high,
1: dude? Which it it cool. feels cr- they kill you so fast right now. Mystics like do yeah, so much I did, damage.
4: I did see the damage that in the testing that they did on you. I think it was Ryu, right? Um. So, question: anything.
0: What if
2: yeah. they
4: tied it to crouching wolf?
1: In what way?
0: Like, what if they increase the radius of Crouching Wolf's AoE by a little bit, and then they make it to where whenever you
3: use Crouching Wolf, based on the amount of people you hit, you get a DP buff. Up to like a cap, right? So it's like you dive into a ball, you
0: use Crouching Wolf to get your DP buff. Let's say you hit like five people, you get five times, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. 10, 10 DR and, you know, like, fucking 5% evasion or some shit like that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I like that idea. So you'd engage, use Crouching Wolf off the bat to get And the I mean, prop. that
0: way it affects both Striker and Mystic, who I think are both kind of struggling to survive in the middle of balls. And this way, it also wouldn't really have any effect whatsoever on uh, 1v1.
5: 1v1s. Yeah. That's a pretty fair idea i mean the only bad
0: thing is you have to dive into the ball and then immediately use crouching which kind of sucks but i mean
4: yeah because isn't that kind of like their their current form of survivability (laughs) dodge some damage in cc
1: for the Uh, yeah i mean not in
4: large scale though
0: yeah I mean, is it? I feel like I mean, not in
1: large scale. They use the iframe at the end of it to escape, but not... Like, it has a low cooldown, so it's not... they after If they engage yeah. and use it at the start, they'd be able to use it again by the time they're ready to run away.
0: Yeah, assuming that they survive that long, as long as they hit enough people with it. I don't know, I, I feel like that would be a decent solution, honestly. I think they would need to buff the range of it a little bit, so that it can actually hit a decent amount of people. But... And if we're trying to give them tankiness based on the amount of people around them, I feel like that's
3: a pretty easy way to do it. Yeah. And that way it affects both specs and both classes. Would you reverse some of the
4: damage changes in order to give them something like that?
0: I have yet to fight a, a Succession Mystic, so I have no idea what you guys are even talking about. It's pretty nutty. I mean, if they actually just straight up got buffed by, what'd you say, 30%? Then, yeah. yeah, that's kind of insane.
1: Between, well, like, some of their skills were between, like, anywhere. It ranged from, like, 15 to 30% on most of their abilities that got buffed in PvP. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna make them way tankier, then, yeah, you
0: probably need to change that a little bit. I, I think that that's probably... If
3: you had told me any class was getting buffed by that amount of damage, I would probably be like, hey, we'll calm
5: down.
1: Yeah. The Awakened Mystic buffs were, in my opinion, like a good
5: like balance.
1: Like, they basically buffed, like, three or four Awakening skills by between 10 and 14%. And Awakening already did uh, less damage than suck, so it's like Brought it kind of to a better spot. Yeah, I don't know, the suck ones were weird to me, but. Um, DK got some major buffs. I don't know, DKs are super slippery. They have a bunch of bugs they're dealing with. Actually, a lot of classes got a bunch of bugs this patch. Um, Skill add-ons not working on Musa. Uh, Ninja, when they use Shadow Stomp after flashing Light sometimes locks them out of using any abilities at all um which is a weird one dk is like missing damage on some skills um that are bugged out uh hash has like some weird ones because they like buffed descent where you can like now cancel out of it early in awakening but it's like inconsistent doesn't let you always do it i don't know what the prereqs are but it's like weirdly inconsistent you can't use uh, they made it so you can use flow condemn after collapse, but if you have the core skill, the core collapse, you can't use it for some reason. Um, so there's kind of a lot of bugs going around, and I tried to uh, I try to gather up as many as I could and <laughs> and submit them as feedback in the partner Discord. So there's a lot of people that have been submitting them. So most of the stuff I mentioned, if not all of it, has already been submitted. So hopefully, I'm sure if it's in, the same bugs are in KR, they're being submitted as well. But anyway, uh, outside of the bugs, uh, DK is super slippery and does more damage and it's a kind of nutty class in node war now. I, I always felt like DK awakening was strong, um, in node war specifically. I think like a lot of the gaps and openings like are more prevalent in one V one where you can solely focus on the DK and not have to worry about anything else. But, um, them getting essay and Twilight their iframe becoming improved and then just the amount of extra damage that they do like they're really really cracked now I don't think it's like um I don't know. I mean well I'll Not see again grabs, I don't want to I don't want to eat my words again I don't think it's too strong but I do think people some people are going to be frustrated having to fight DK's for sure
5: there Um, I don't know. What about your PVP buffs, Nashi? Um, they're mostly quality of life changes, honestly. Like, um,
4: Stub Arrow finally no longer resets every time you use it off on cooldown, um, or any of the other bow skills like a uh, charge Stub Arrow. It no longer resets Stub Arrow, so we'll have Stub Arrow far more consistently now, Mm -hmm. which is good. Because it's a long cooldown of 15 seconds for the normal Stub Arrow. Charge Stub Arrow is 7 seconds, um, but like I was mentioning, like anytime you use almost any other basic uh, arrow ability, it would reset the normal Stub Arrow cooldown back to 15 seconds. So it was really obnoxious to deal with. so that was nice quality of life fix. Um, they did the same thing with our kicks. So essentially, I think all of our skills with the cooldown reset bullshit is gone now. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really do much for awakening PvP. Actually, I need to review that. I mean, for Succession, what they did is they allowed you to use um red moon and then cancel it immediately now with sticky snowflake mm-hmm. so before we could only cancel it immediately with a uh, stigma so succession red moon was a lot easier to punish than awakening um because of that fact but now because we'd always end up using stigma as like a you know damage trade tool or trying to cc mostly for cc but it does do pretty good damage too, depending on the situation and your opponent. Yeah. But um, so yeah, it would usually not be up to cancel Red Moon. So you would end up like a few, like a, basically 1.5, almost two seconds into Red Moon's animation, you would be trying to cancel it with Sticky so Flake. So that's a long time. And anyone that's experienced and knows how to deal with the skill can easily punish it. So being able to cancel it immediately now is pretty huge um, for baiting at the minimum. Um, could even help out comboing a little bit too. Uh, they also made it so that decapitation could cancel it immediately as well. When originally it could only be used at the very end of the animation. So basically two new ways to cancel it immediately. So that's nice. Um, Sticky Silver is the only one protected though. So the other one decapitation just allows you to get into red blade state. Um, a little bit safer so you use red moon like we chase around and we get a stack for red blade we get one stack you need three stacks in order to enter red blade state so you can get up to two stacks with chase and then you have to use decapitation to enter red blade which is where a lot of our like large scale tools come into play for our damage trading in succession So being able to use Red Moon as a pseudo protection with the forward guard initially and then use the unprotected decap really quickly helps us get into Red Blade a lot safer. So that's nice. The downside is Red Moon was kind of like one of the main reasons why you would enter Red Blade state for large scale, because it's ranged. uh, It's a ranged Red Moon and it's safe. It's super armor. So you end up putting it on cooldown in order to use it to enter into Red Blade safely. So it's kind of like a little weird.
1: What's the cooldown on Red Moon and the cooldown on... Or how long does uh, Red Blade last?
4: Um, Red Moon is 9 seconds in Succession, 7 seconds in Awakening, but we're talking about Succession here, so... Mm. Um, And the Red Blade buff lasts for 10 seconds. Ah. So you have legit 1 second to make use of it.
1: Is there anything else that you'd use or not really in Red Blade State?
4: I mean, there is like Carver um gets a forward guard but it changes the animation where you like almost like slide forward like a like a half half a fiery angel kind of thing going on here but it's a forward guard and then it does a float and it does some considerable air air attack damage but it's just it's a forward guard so it's not as you know safe to use in large scale and then the other one is um Red Blade D Bite, which does do good damage, but it's that's you basically sit there like a turret, um, poking in one spot, and its range is kind of limited and not a very wide AoE. Uh, It's cone based, but it's a very like thin cone, so it's like not really useful in large scale. Yeah, so I mean, it's useful if you already float someone, um, because then you can just. Finish them off with Red Blade protected and uh, Red Blade uh, D-Bite as protection, and you do considerable damage with it. But so, yeah, it, the change is nice, but it also has a major drawback of not being able to use the main skill that you want to go into Red Blade for if you wanted to do it in a protected way, enter Red Blade in a protected way. So, they need to do something about that. I don't know what they could potentially do. My original solution was make decapitation super armor off cooldown so that entering red blade wasn't so potentially punishing Mm -hmm. um and then you would have free access to use red moon and during red blade state
3: whenever you needed to but yeah uh, it's kind of good and bad at the same time The change so
1: um kuno can grab from awakening actually kind of sick um, really, only affects one v one though. Um, and then awakening su- now. Yeah, and then succession <sighs> got a damage buff on shackles.
4: <laughs> Why did that sound so depressing?
1: Because it was very confusing. Um, oh, man. and it was like a minor damage buff too. It wasn't even like crazy. I don't know. I I don't. I was, like, testing its damage, and, like, the only situation I could see really where maybe you'd Smart use bit. it is, like, from concealment to just get the stun and, like, hit with the entire skill before you, like, re but I don't There's such better engages. So. Yeah.
4: Well, maybe it's, like, a tool to use, like, if you have nothing else, you know?
1: Yeah, but the way Kuno works, like, your your combo is, all right, so Shadow Stomp is a six-second cooldown. Hard aiming, Fatal Blow, Flow, Fatal Blow, you're never using in the neutral game at all. Same with Wheel of Wrath. And for most Kuno, same for claw and Shadow Explosion. So, like, your entire combo is basically off cooldown when you engage. The only one that might not be is Crescent Slash for Reflow or Shadow Stomp. So, I don't know. Oh, Bloodstorm maneuvers up. You guys getting the outfit?
5: Fuck no. Nah.
1: It's Do you only... see how much money
4: it takes to get that?
1: It's only 15 bill for the part that matters, okay? Come on.
4: But it's the months that you have to spend
5: to get the rest of it.
1: The months, dude. It looks easy.
5: I can't wait to congratulate you on getting it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, around Christmas time?
4: Uh, about, it'll be about the same time you get your pen black star.
1: Around Q4? <laughs> That's toxic. By the way, <laughs> uh, PSA for anyone, I am looking to buy a pen black star. Any type, any main hand or awakening, come on. Help, help, help me out. Alright.
5: Uh oh I gotta switch that. What was that? Um I think well, you'll
3: get it in a two two week period.
1: Yeah?
4: Yeah Rezlo, you wanna make a bet on this when he's gonna get when he's gonna get his Black Star?
0: <laughs> I I don't know about that. I don't uh I'm trying to save money right now. (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's fair. That's
1: fair. Look, I. Hey, um... you made
0: money. What the fuck are you talking about? Save money. You just I know, but I. I had to spend money. That could have gone very wrong. What did you
5: spend it on?
3: Uh, I'm saving up for Tet Blackstar shoes. I'm like one bill away. (laughs) Very nice,
1: dude. Do not waste your money on those. Oh my god. I have to say that publicly so people know that I tried to help you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking out for him, he just won't listen. <laughs> um dude, also I- well, yeah. while we're
0: talking about uh PVP changes, uh Awaken Zerker got an interesting flow. Uh oh, I don't yeah. think it's very good from my limited amount of testing and using it but it's fun as fuck
1: where's awkward ninja (laughs) awkward ninja was saying that it's good but i can't remember why he came in all hype
0: yeah it's um i mean it's decent my thing is is i feel like i can get more damage by just spamming fd but basically uh what they did is now you can cast titan blow after casting ancient wave Mm -hmm. so um titan blow is a largely useless skill uh the only time you would ever really use it is the bsr version which is still not that good in all honesty um so they made it to where after you cast uh After you cast Ancient Wave, you can cast the third hit of Titan Blow, because it's a three-hit thing that you have to charge up. Um, So essentially what you can do is you can use Ancient Wave, third hit of Titan Blow, Split Shot, Seismic, which is the new skill. Uh, which results in quite a bit of damage. Um, and it's a pretty fun little combo to pull off. My only thing is I, I, honest to God, feel like I can get more damage like elsewhere. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I can be proved wrong. I didn't test it that much.
1: Is Titan so unprotected? unprotected?
0: <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's frontal guard while charging, but there's no charge when you cast it after Ancient Wave. So yeah, it's completely okay. unprotected.
1: Does it have a CC on it?
3: uh yeah yeah i think it does it has like knockdown. i think
0: okay interesting but i mean so does uh ancient wave so it's kind of like redundant
1: well i wonder does that mean does that at all make it possible where if like the ancient wave kd gets resisted that maybe that one would land
3: uh yes but you wouldn't You shouldn't
0: be throwing out uh, ancient wave like for the oh right, it's your finisher. Yeah, that's your damage. You want to use that when they're on the ground.
1: Yeah, that makes sense actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you get like, I occasionally will just throw it out if I'm like getting desperate for a CC. (laughs) Like if I'm like super low HP and they're being really aggressive, and I'm like, maybe this will land if I just chunk this out and they're not expecting it because no one ever expects you to just kind of whiff it out there. So, like, I might do it as a Desperation play. And in that situation, like, maybe I could see that. But the thing is, is the animation takes so long. I almost feel like even in that situation, you're better off just doing the Ancient Wave split shot because maybe the split shot will land. That's way faster. But, yeah, it's a neat little thing. I'm excited to see what others uh, Zerkers say about it. My initial testing is I don't think it's that good, but I'm willing to be proven wrong. Um, it's really fun. The animation on it, it, it's its a really fun little thing to do. But um, yeah, it's neat. I like it. More things like that, please. Because that's a fun thing, even if it's not super good. It's a fun thing to have. It's a cool option that you can keep in the back pocket that raises your uh, skill ceiling.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, more things like that. I like this. I like this thing where we're adding like mechanics through... like flowing of skills and stuff it's really neat and i want more
1: of it same kuno got a couple ones too the, unfortunately like they're, they're like weirdly slow with the new our new skill they gave us two more cancels but um i don't know why they feel incredibly slow to me um yeah but yeah like the way I, i've been like messing around on ranger lately and their new skill the way it flows after Like, half of the abilities feels so incredible. It feels so good, dude. It's, like, so fast. It feels cool. Yeah, I know. The little flowy stuff, like, connections and stuff actually makes such a big difference in the way a class can feel. And, like, how customizable your stuff can be.
0: Yeah, it's it's really big, honestly. Like, you might not think it is, but it actually matters quite a bit cuz like i said first of all or like you point out like the customization so it allows you to kind of like tweak your gameplay a little bit differently from what other people might do which is always fun right but then also it raises the skill ceiling right which is i i think raising the skill ceiling is always a good thing i don't think it's ever a bad thing in all honesty um just giving people more options even if it's like this super
3: niche thing that you'll use once every 20 fights mm-hmm. like that's a big thing yeah that's why
0: i was like super against the removal of mouse movement that they did on global labs is because i think anything that takes away skill ceiling is bad honestly
1: yeah but what if the skill ceiling was like you had to literally press enter and type titan blow and press enter again like at what point is the skill ceiling (laughs) like mid combo not fun anymore you know
3: I mean, where do you draw there's the line? Where do you draw the line? There's
0: certainly a point, but I don't think any class has reached that point yet, right?
1: What if that was a thing? Like, if you typed in the skill name instead of casting it from your bar and then pressed enter, it did, like, 2x damage. How annoying would that be, dude? Even though the skill ceiling would be so high, because how can you type that fast?
0: You'd have, uh, you'd have BDO players. You know how like CSGO or Valorant players play like Osu in their off time to yeah. increase their accuracy? You'd have BDO players playing like typing games. Mavis
1: Beacon <laughs> typing, dude. We'd be playing Mavis <laughs> Beacon.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, dude. Um, I did want to talk about the arid Assault change. The block jump on hash. Have have you fought or run into any hashes, uh, either of you, since the nope, change? Yeah. I would love Rez if you want to go to BA for a second so you could see the ability and what changed. Sure. Because um, le- but uh, we can't for 20 minutes because I'm fighting Bloodstorm <laughs> Oh
3: my god.
1: I don't know how long he it lasts. I don't know. I don't know how long he lasts. But um, the thing that's really interesting about it is I don't know why it, it felt way worse on global labs to me. Like I was like, Oh, okay. This is still like pretty fast on global labs. Um, and then the way it's like described to me by every hash, Oh rip. He got me to flame through me right in the face. because my fairy tier. Um, but yeah, the way every hash save your describes fairy it,
0: tier for a death towards the end, so you can make sure you get your loot.
1: No, I got, you know, I got a bunch of other tiers, you know, that's what those are for. Those are boss tiers now, since I never use them anymore. I <laughs> <laughs> consider those my boss tiers. Uh, oh, and I died again. Uh, There's tier number two. So <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what's it called? I, I don't know. I, so I, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than the way like hashes were describing it to me. It was like crazy. Like people were like. I, I was streaming the other day. People coming in the chat saying just kind of the craziest stuff. I don't know, like, dude, like they they literally removed this game. the class. I can't believe that they would nerf this class so hard. Was it really that bad? <laughs> I don't understand this. It's not fair. Like now we can't do anything, and like all sorts of kind of exaggerated, just you know. Uh. Oh, wizard stuff. Crazy stuff. So
4: they are I'm, a magic class. It makes sense.
1: I'm messing with it, and I'm like, dude. It is still so fast, Rezzlar, it is ridiculously difficult to react to. Like, if you try to make someone react to it just purely based off of seeing what they think is the crouch to do it, the the new pre-animation, like, especially factoring in ping, you mostly can't react to it in time. You have to still somewhat anticipate it. It just gives you, like, a hair more breathing room. That's it. Like, I, because of how, like, I don't know, someone was saying the other day, like, I can't see anyone being caught by this after this change. So, like, I'm, like, dueling on my hash the other day, and every time I would catch my friends, I would, like, with Air to Assault, I'd be like, oh, I'm putting you on a list of people that are too stupid and too slow to react to this. Because it's really easy to hey. react you should never be hit by this ever. <laughs> but it was, like, dude, it's, like, impossible. It, it's, like, actually near impossible to react to, like, if just based on the animation alone. Like you still have to somewhat anticipate it. And then the animation is like confirmation that you were right a little bit early and that's it. Um, I think the biggest impact of it is out of Al's breath when you're, they're moving around in the tornadoes, um, just because it pulls you out of the tornado to do the animation. So the tell coming from Al's breath is a lot bigger than anywhere else. Whereas like when you just use it from a standstill, or you use it after an iframe or during descent, it's a lot more difficult to read. Whereas like, if they're in the tornado and they pop out of the tornado, you're probably gonna prepare for a CC anyway. And then while you're preparing for the CC, you see that they're crouching. Um, so that's the thing. And then in large scale, like I, I was messing with it yesterday, I went to Node War, it's like no effect. Like your engages are never, while the person's just staring you straight in the face. So it's like it has like little to know him. I I mean, there are like cases where if you used it as an escape, it's gonna be harder because you have the wind up. So if you use it in like a group to get out, you're at way more risk. But as an engage, it's like literally there's, especially if you're using Al's Breath, they can't even see you engaging. They can't see you coming up. Most players can't even see you. So you like pop out for a split second and jump before they can even react. Like it actually like doesn't even matter. Um, but as an escape it, it does, but outside of that, it's like, it, it really doesn't, it's still so fast. So I don't know. It's just like the amount of like complaining that I saw is just, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. doesn't just, seem warranted. I, I honestly thought I was like, cause like the, the day I was mostly just thinking about PVE. So I'm like grinding, well, I'm like, dude, these PVE buffs are so hype. And then, um, I you, saw, you do, I saw, um, well, and then I saw all the complaint. I was like, wait, I got to go test this. And I went and tested it. I was like, oh my God.
4: Dude, I just st- y- y- I just got to remind you
5: what community switched over in mass to hash machine. True. A lot of the hash community is,
3: uh, is ex-musa community, man. That is a fact point
1: that out that's all okay i thought i was gonna live i i keep seeing hashes say that they're mad because they don't have protected cc's stratmeister chat just said it but they have first of all quicksand is a protected cc albeit like most people aren't going to get hit by the cc because it comes out slow but mirage is a ridiculously powerful low cooldown protected cc i don't know why the hash community doesn't want to count that as a protected CC. Nayashi, you know Mirage very well.
5: Yeah.
1: Where when a player is, when you're blocking, if you press L and B when you get hit by something, it's like a six second cooldown or a five or six second cooldown. It'll teleport you, it's frontal guard, and then it teleports you into a super armor stun behind their back instantly. Yeah. But for whatever reason... Possible. That doesn't count as a protected CC. I, I have no idea why. And in Awakening, it's even easier to execute because you can use it from Retribution and you don't even have to time anything. You can just hold LMB and if they hit your frontal guard while you're holding it, it teleports you to them.
4: Yep. Kyrene uses it as his anti-stub arrow mechanic and it fucking brutally just... It CCs me almost every time. I don't. It's yeah. just too fast to react to way too fast to react to like i have to already like you said i have to already be predicting it in order to actually truly react to it
1: all right let's see what i got dude it,
4: it, I'm, I'm surprised i didn't get a reaction out of you from my comment
1: what was your comment
4: even Resler reacted to it i'm saying well you, you got to understand uh
1: oh yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Who, the community. Who, what
4: community is uh primarily hashish
1: well, you know I don't like to attack groups like that. Okay, I'm not like you, oh, Floridians. What? What?
4: <laughs> what? I thought you would have jumped all over that. So it was like a, I gave you a clear opportunity there.
1: Yeah. I don't know. All right, here. Uh, Rez, go to go to BA3 real quick. All
5: uh-huh. right. Uh,
1: I just want you to see this and experience it in, in its full glory. Um yeah, I didn't really get. I I don't know. I I, for, I have to go look at the new verse stuff. I have no idea what I'm supposed to be getting from him. He gave me more of the like the, the eyes. I don't know. I have like 50 of them now. I've only gone twice. Um, mostly
4: during this event, the costume's not as hard to get.
5: Quote unquote. Oh yeah.
1: I could see that. I don't have the wing piece. There's like two other pieces. I don't have either of them. So. I think I keep missing maneuver uh, 2.
5: Probably. It's not well, like exactly a boss that you would plan to go to.
1: Well, it at least dies now. I don't know how long that, that took. I wasn't paying attention, but it at least dies. So that's kind of hype.
3: True.
1: I mean, you still do get a lot of auras, and, you know, because it's one of the Bloodstorm bosses, so you get more. Like I got 39 mil or 35 mil in gold bars. Like 30 weapon stones, the bloodlit eyes, six auras. So it's not it's not terrible.
5: Alright, you in here, Rez? Yeah, I'm in All the right.
1: back. Okay, so um, you're paying. There's no way. You're actually just like, uh, if if I use the ability, I want you to react. We're gonna do a live test of this, okay? I'm, okay. Gonna, I'm gonna use the ability, and I want you to try. Wait, to
0: re- can I? Can I? Can I? Can I at
4: least see what it looks like first? Because I have
0: no idea. Yeah. What it looks so
1: like. it looks like this.
4: Okay. And okay. this this test is gonna be with you already knowing it's coming. So, yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So okay. Obviously, it's extremely poor tests.
1: Um. But like, the way, the thing is, is like, when you go up in that tornado, like, you're already, it's it's already too late, is the thing, okay? So I'm gonna use it on you, and then when once you see the animation, try to react to it, okay?
3: Once I see the crouching animation. Yep. Okay. Oh.
1: Alright, we'll try again, we'll try again, we'll try again.
5: Okay, yeah, 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 okay.
1: I got you a little off guard. It has a 13 second cooldown, so I gotta... We'll, uh, give it a shot, okay. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Now remember, if you're getting caught by this, you're an idiot, a brain dead, slow idiot. So let's not let this keep happening, wrestler. All right. You're on a striker. Now, when you see it, try to react to it. Okay. Yep.
0: Okay. That just, (laughs) I was in (laughs) iframe.
1: yeah that's the other thing too is like when you take ping into consideration it's even more impossible to react to and then the thing is that's crazy about it is like if you're moving around in the context of a fight and putting pressure on and you got you got tornadoes up and like all Whoa, sorts of shit. Us. yeah it's like it makes it even more impossible like how are you in the context of a fight it's near impossible to react to um it just like gives like a little bit of a hint on like how it actually works and like on awakening and suck they can cancel out of uh descent into it now awakening didn't used to be able to but if you go into descent from the awakening stance you can now like you can now use it you can literally end oh look at that dude although i think you reacted to the start of descent and not the actual blockchain but either way like you can cancel out of it so easily i don't know like there's so many options it's really difficult i the thing is, it's still a really, really powerful CC that teleports you really far. That's the other thing, too, that I think a lot of people forget. is like the, yeah, the range is fucking insane Yeah, on it.
4: It's like literally a range CC. I, I don't even want to hear that it's not protected.
1: Yeah. Plus now, because uh, like Race is pointing out, you can uh, because that animation is the crouch, you can make them think you're going to block jump with shift F, which has the same animation and like kind of bait them into reacting. So anyway, that's uh, the that's really super slow useless block jump now. Um, good luck everyone, Not good luck uh, hashes out there catching anybody. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know, I guess like maybe I'm crazy but I, I feel like the free win aspect that it had originally was kind of too strong. So I, I actually really yeah, like the change. it didn't change
4: all that much. I but, mean,
1: yeah. Hash is, like right now, Hash is actually my main. I, got, I am like mostly playing Hash for PvE and for like PvP stuff. Um, And I do not feel bad at all about the change. I think it's completely fine and justified. And it was like, I don't know. The thing is, is it actually teleported you to the person and CC'd them before they could do anything, I—it's just such a crazy concept to me. Yep. That it was even like that ever to begin with, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah, it was kind of stupid, especially like I don't know. There's a lot of classes that really rely on frontal guards. I I personally feel like is one of them. So it was always really infuriating. All players.
4: Classes zerker.
0: Like, I think any Awakening class that really relies on the C-Swap Frontal Guard...
2: Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, really fucking struggled against that, and probably is still going to, to some extent. But yep. at least now, if you're, like, really, like, looking for it, like, you might be able to do something about it, uh, barring desync, which is obviously very much a problem.
1: Yeah, and it's good. To, I mean, there's a lot of class, like, sorks Struggled, Awakening Ninjas uh, struggled really hard, uh, Moosa Mewa, like you have to block to recover stamina and like just that feeling of like them not even casting the ability would cause you to drain stamina just because yep. you're like the fear of it.
4: Well, because of the distance, the range, the threat, like, Yeah. I, I, I literally have to be a football field away just to make sure I can start recovering, but then they can close the distance really quickly. So it's just the fight's super pressured and Also, they have a very, very un
3: attack speed slow that has a huge AOE. That, you know, I don't know. It's just the threat of it, man. The threat of it is
0: really insane. It's very much uh, similar to the threat of like a grab, right?
4: Yeah, it's very much so. Like, like it's just it
0: affects a different protection, right? If you're like using a lot of SAs, then you have to be worried about the threat of a grab. If you're using frontal guards, you have to be worried about the threat of that fucking ability. It's the same thing, just a different protection.
4: The the snake animations are a pretty legit, you know, um, way to describe it, because it's like you feel constricted.
1: <laughs> well yeah, I know, yeah. but the class that abused it most is the the or the spec that abused it most is the one that doesn't have the snakes. Yeah, but, I know. But sure, but yeah. 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 You feel constricted. Okay. Someone is role-playing in Nayashi's chat hey, for whatever. sure, right now.
5: Whatever. Uh- <laughs>
1: oh my god um yeah so anyway that that nerf wasn't that bad hash so you guys are gonna be fine uh dude so i'm trying to think if there's any other major major balance changes i want to see how uh suck lawn feels they buffed suck lawn Salpuri purge and bleeding hearts which i know the bleeding hearts isn't that big of a difference but i do think the skill doing more damage is going to help um it at least it's still super damage suck lawn for a wait for a pvp
0: oh my god dude cool. i already can't catch up to ham and node Wars. how am i supposed to catch uh- <laughs> up to them if they keep buffing it
1: well they buffed bleeding hearts they buffed uh salpuri purge a little bit and they also made their e-buff give them 20% crit which buffs their spin also on engages so kind of kind of cracked dude. What? um I don't know. Yeah, I'm really curious. I haven't gotten to talk to many about it um, yet. And then uh, I don't know. Is there is there any other like big buffs that happened? I can't think of any off the top of my head. Not not that we're PVP anyway.
5: Um.
1: Not really. Yeah, I think that's was the, the sage
0: left. rift chain change this patch or last? Uh, we patch, got it last
1: prior. We got last it last patch. Two yeah. Okay. Um. The Awakening Sage is crazy. Have you have you fought more? Have you fought any rest or one v one any?
0: I've I've fought a couple, not in one v ones. I've met some in BA and some five v five things we were doing, and also in uh, large scale. Um, it seems to be pretty strong. People are starting to pr- more properly realize that you do have to use some pre awakening kit uh, with it which i know some people don't really want to cuz it's two very different playstyles and you're just
3: kind of like meh um but yeah it seems to be pretty strong honestly
1: i think um if sages i i would be if i was a sage main i would be worried about nerfs in the future may not be soon, but I do think eventually. And um, It's going to happen. I, I hope for them, for their sake, that all they do is nerf r and I think if they nerf r and the class would feel less oppressive. Um, if r and did less damage when it's on cooldown, and if r and didn't overcharge Bolt, so that way they had to just use all of their other abilities. Well, r and when it's on cooldown, doesn't overcharge Bolt. Then that way they can keep the Bolt being overcharged by all of their abilities, and their movement would still feel really good um yeah my fear for them is crazy my fear for them is that if they get nerfed they're gonna give bolt a cooldown again or something like that and it's gonna be way harsh it's gonna be way more harsh so hopefully they just look at rmb because rmb right now is spammable for whatever reason does a ton of damage even when it's on cooldown and like instantly lets you teleport and you recover stamina in it too so it's like
4: it's it's too too strong right now
1: yeah so hopefully hopefully they just adjust r&b so that way they still have good movement and can do like stuff and they don't nerf damage and stuff just yet um i yeah but that's one of those classes that i would be like so like man
4: they're next on the Oh uh, uh, like kind of i'd
1: thing. be i i don't know i would not feel good i'd i'd feel uncomfortable and the thing is is like you never know when pa doesn't nerf what they're gonna do and it, like very good chance that when they do come down with a nerf that it's something that makes the class not as fun to play
3: yep
1: so hey, think wizard
4: for example they're now useless right
1: <laughs> yeah they're they're now uh, unusable
5: <laughs> um, oh shit
1: alright so those are the class changes we'll uh, talk more about it as it develops keep an eye on what classes you're seeing in node wars I'm kind of curious down the road I'll see if I see any mystic there was one mystic in my last node war That I was running into, and I was like, "Yep, that's it." And he already was a Mystic before, so we'll see. (laughs) Um, Mystic
4: might actually probably get slight damage nerf in the future, but probably not too much.
1: Uh, I want to talk well because Rez, you want to talk about the trial tournament, but before we go into the negative, I want to go into the positive. Mm -hmm. We got the new trial gear. Have you? Uh, We did, yeah. Have you messed around with it? yeah yes All right, so I'm gonna go to I'm gonna hop on a character so I can just read off the stats because some of the stuff is more interesting than just the sheet stats on trial characters um,
3: this was a very welcome change it I'm was so happy that they did this
1: so if you go to I don't know why BA always puts me in the little mini arena and I can't get out of it and I have to escape escape it's so stupid It does. Yeah. So the new gear, you can go to the NPC, the new trial vendor, um, go to shop and buy the Arsha chest two, And when you open up this box and you put everything on, if you finished all of your journals, I'm missing the DP journal, one DP journal. um, But if you finished all of your journals, your stat line will be 277, 277, 356 with this setup. And the interesting thing about it is it has um it's 316 i guess with the 1dr 317 sheet dr um a little over 500 evasion and then it has 369 sheet accuracy um but it also has ignores this 20% in the weapon which is huge for trials um it huge. also has a uh, garmoth heart so you have the extra stamina and special attack evasion it also has two special attack evasion crystals in the chest um, and it has a good amount, like, uh, my trial character has 4,700 HP. Uh, which is kind which of a lot. Which is really good. Yeah, which is kind of a lot. Um, is that fully buffed, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fully buffed. That's with a three, Um, that's with villain food. And then it also has, even regardless of villain food, when you have no buffs at all, you still have five attack speed, five move speed, and five crit. Yeah. Which is actually really cool, um, especially for like AOAs. So now the only thing is, I wish they would let you save presets on trials.
4: True. Then you could actually have a few different characters on trial without it being a fucking like. Because I have a, a suck meo and awaken meo just because I don't want to deal with it every time I want to swap between them on trials.
5: Hmm. I guess that's lazy. I don't know. Whatever. I'm pretty happy about these changes with the
4: trial gear, though. I think that's much needed. It's what we all were asking for for a long time. Oh, yeah, um, for sure.
1: And I think the gear Maybe, range is good, too. because it, Yeah, it, makes,
4: it gives everyone a true perspective.
1: Yeah, it the makes the trial tournaments way more exciting to me. I, I still think... It, I find it odd... It's such a weird thing for especially like 1v1 tournaments and 2v2, 3v3. It's a little bit less impactful, but I think it's very odd that Striker and Mystic can't be killed by a few of the classes because they're magic. But most of the classes, they I feel like they did a good job or a relatively good job of making you feel like you have to re-CC someone to kill them. Yeah. Instead of like just your first ability after CC kills them. If, if they're full health and you grab someone, you do a full combo, you have to like re-CC them in order to kill them. Um, and there's like just enough DP to make it, so that's the case. Um, but dude, I was like trying out like most of the standard combos on Awaken Hash. Um, trial versus <laughs> a Mystic and like, dude, even with a Giant's Draft, I, I can't kill them 100% of the time in a full combo. It's really, really, like they're so tanky, it's crazy. And like Sork has to do like the Boomer combo You know, like the Karshan's Grim Reaper. I mean, now I guess it's like possible because they don't have adamantines in this set. But I don't know. I I wish they would do something about that for 1v1s. I'm not sure what or how you'd affect it to make it like fair, but I don't know. It's odd. And then after the damage buffs, like Mystic just deletes you. (laughs) So it's not like like they get two chances and you get two chances. So that matchup's just like unique in that way. It's like, no, they, they delete you and you can't kill them. It's very odd
3: yeah
1: um, yeah so I, I don't know but uh, that leads us to the uh, trial tournament uh, which is the follow up tournament to the um, Arsha best in class tournament that they just had which is full gear and uh, a lot of people are very upset about the format of the tournament uh, Resler, do you want to elaborate on the issue because I know you're one of these people
0: Yeah, well, so we talked about it a little bit last week. Whenever they initially announced this whole tournament thing, they said that they were going to do um, the normal tournament and then a a trial tournament. Mm -hmm. And they said that in order to participate in the trial tournament, you had to win at least one match in the normal tournament, right? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people over the course of the tournament and after that initial announcement, pointed out that that's like really fucking stupid and doesn't make any sense because essentially you're barring the participation of the gear match tournament behind a tournament that uses gear, which is really counterintuitive and doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And so a lot of people were hoping that they would change their mind on this. And it was this week that we have officially uh figured out that they have not changed their mind on this that this is still what they are going to do so in order to participate in the trial tournament you have to have one at least one match in the regular uh gear tournament which is quite silly um for the previously stated reasons um so yeah a lot of people were upset Uh, There were a lot of people in different discords complaining about it. There were uh, people posting on Reddit about it, how it makes no sense. Um, And yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to bar participation in the gear match tournament behind a gear, a non-match tournament. tournament. No, a gear match tournament, right? So uh, trials are gear matched, right, is the thing. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, um, and a lot of people are really upset, as I think they should be. Um, it's kind of, like I said, counterintuitive to put your trial tournament behind a non-trial tournament. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever in the slightest way. Um, so yeah, I don't know what they should do. There are a lot of people saying they should cancel the tournament. I, I don't think they should
4: do that, but well, if um, they want to, if they want to have you know people react to it all the participants that were invited should not show up and then you know then they have to do something
0: i mean right. the thing is is nobody's going to show up because nobody can participate well that's the thing in that's in the EU, thing in eu someone said in eu i saw that uh the eu like archer bracket is going to start with four people
2: yeah same, same with, with the brackets like four same with people. the
1: wizard on na It's, I mean, the bracket originally only had eight people or nine or something like that on Wizards. So it's like, dude, the the thing is that makes it really feel bad is because, um, well, one, obviously like the level thing that kind of caught a lot of people off guard, like even people that play their main character for the last two, like, dude, Barry couldn't show up. Like Barry's been a Mawar forever. (laughs) Like Barry was able to participate.
4: It wasn't 62 that was the hours played that was the problem for him
1: yeah yeah did i say 62 yeah. oh, i, meant, the, I level. meant i meant hour i meant hours played not level sorry not yeah. level. hours played like barry couldn't participate like armin couldn't participate Like i mean there's a bunch of people that couldn't participate so there already were a lot of people not in the tournament and then obviously like the google doc thing just compounds that more there was a bunch of people that got docked that also couldn't get in and then like plus you have to win like niyashi you were in the tournament how how are you going to fare in this trial tournament?
4: I can't participate because I lost to Coco the winner.
1: Exactly. You yep. lost to Coco the winner. I actually can't even get in, dude. And like, yeah, because there were no I, prelims. Well, I mean, it's, if it every, sucks. Well, hold on. Hold on. It's, if every class yeah. had a prelim, like a big 64 bracket prelim, like they I think they thought was going to happen, uh, it would make a little bit more sense because, at the very least, there'd be thirty-two people of every class able to participate in the trial. It wasn't,
4: there wasn't that but, same response in KR either. I asked a KR player about it.
1: Right. So because like mo- a lot of people couldn't even get in, there was fewer participants to begin with, and a lot of people didn't want to participate. Uh, like, there's a lot of lower geared players that just didn't want to participate because they don't have gear yet, or newer, uh, newer players. <laughs> and then like, and then I don't know. And then plus you have to have won a single round, which just shrinks it even more. So yeah, I, I like know.
4: I gotta, gotta buy for example. So I was in the qualifiers, which I thought the rules originally were, um, that you just had to be in the qualifiers in order to, um, participate in the trial, and then you know, based on the setup, I end up fighting Coco, who you know, did better than me and also far more geared than me. So it's, it's already an uphill battle, and um, so I mean, that's just my particular situation but uh yeah i thought it was uh qualifiers but yet not not the case can confirm did not get in
1: but... i i just think it makes the i don't know it it takes well, a lot like, of the there's... hype out of the tournament to me because yeah, yeah, there's no, going to be strange. so few people to watch there's only going
4: to be like four or five people at most um and pretty much 90 percent, if not more of the class uh class uh trial attorneys so It's just, and and this isn't unique to our regions. The same thing happened in KR. Like, the, um, I talked to the KR MEWA that won the trial tournament. They called it the 620 tournament because they got the uh, Arsha gear back when it was only 620 gear score. Um, I don't even know what it is right now. What is it?
1: Uh, I think uh, it's 620.
4: Is it still 620?
1: I believe so. Let me do the little math here. Um, ish 633
4: so yeah it got up because of the journals probably but um yeah so they called it the 620 attorney uh, um and they only had three to four people he was one of the participants that um got third in the geared tourney but he ended up winning the trial attorney because there were so few participants not the only reason but um you know like there was just so few players for all the classes and over in KR too.
1: Wait, so in so, a in a match where there's only three people or a class like that means that someone just is in the finals as a bye. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. hyped, dude. Yep.
4: Yeah. yeah, basically. And, and and KR had it a little bit different too for their tournament. I think it was the gear tournament and the um the six, no no I think it was the gear tournament. What they did is they actually made it so that on the the initial start of the tournament you did an ffa like four players would go against each other mm-hmm. um we didn't do that in ours but yeah could you, could you imagine that scenario you just get like well you know, jumped on because you're everyone knows that you're the better player so they're all going to focus you first
1: the other thing that shrinks is like not even all the participants are going to for sure be able to participate Like, the original. Like, even of the people that qualify.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might have scheduling conflicts, or they just don't want to participate because they've won already, and, you know, that kind of stuff.
1: There's a chance. I don't know how how big, but there's actually a chance that someone wins without having to fight. Yeah. Like, in the wizard one, because think about this. Like, only, I think, technically five wizards would be able to participate. But if, like, People don't show up. Like, imagine it's like, oh man, scheduling conflict. Like, only one wizard shows up, and they're just in. I don't know. It's like so weird. (laughs) Yeah,
4: it's it's definitely uh kind of silly. They, it's kind of like they just want to wrap it up and be done with it. They're just doing the trials to kind of like make us feel good about it. Like, oh look, we had an even turning. Like, everyone's the same gear score. You can't cry about gear score issues. But then it's like we don't want to put the effort to go
5: through like a full extended tourney like before so i don't know it's a little disappointing
4: i don't necessarily care about my personal situation at all it's just it's disappointing for other players not getting the opportunity
1: yeah for me i just want to watch more people i i the tournament was was really fun and i want more names in there
4: yeah it was super hype like a lot of people had a lot of fun watching the tournament and participating i mean Some of the complaints from the, you know, the finalists and whatnot was, like, there was a lot of downtime in between each individual, like, match because of all the, you know, the talking that they had to do um, about the specific match that happened. But, uh, yeah, other than that, a lot of people had a lot of good fun. So,
5: it's just, like I said, disappointing with how they decided to go with it.
1: yeah uh res did you want to add anything to that what do you hope what do you hope they do at this point if there is anything
0: i mean they need to unlock it to everybody i mean you and the thing is is you can still have the whole hundred days thing right you can be like hey to make sure that like we only want people that have played on these classes you have to have a regular character with a hundred play days or whatever right which, like, I know a lot of people hated that, but that's all that was, right, is trying to guarantee that you actually do play this class, you have PvP'd on this class before, and, I mean, at least it's highly likely, right? You can't guarantee it, but... So, like, I, I mean, I don't know. They, they they just need to open it to everyone, but they're probably not going to do anything, which is fine um in terms of, like, for this tournament, but what I hope they do is they realize that this is fucking stupid, everyone hates it, literally everyone acknowledges that it makes no sense whatsoever well and the going few people forward have they'll a, change
4: it
1: the few people that have a chance to win a second time because the prizes are really good are not they hating get
4: it. they get godlike title yeah
1: they're they're not hating it because they like that the resistance a to the title, end is a lot easier
4: yeah. yeah i don't know but and don't they still win pearls and stuff too
1: yeah i think so i think yeah so it's like the prizes but yeah yeah
4: i think that's the case so it's just like it's like free, free fucking costumes for them, you know. For all those EU players that don't have costumes, this is probably amazing. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! But yeah, no, it's it's a little funky how they decided to
5: go about it. Definitely not the best approach. Um.
1: All right, so. The Heidelball, I I missed it, but Naish you pointed out right before we started. Um we, I didn't watch it either. Yeah, apparently they, they had the uh no, well the Heidel Ball is coming June 19th, but an, an earnings report that they had, like an earnings call or whatever. Um they mentioned that there's gonna be a new class um at the Heidel Ball. So get ready, everybody. Looks like there's going to be a new class. Um it's like i don't know what 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 could they do i I know we go through this every time but like what could they do
5: yeah
4: no um i think this is when we get the we're gonna get the the papus
1: i'm one of the few people that i don't really get mad by them releasing new classes i know there's a lot of people that are you know have a lot of people like a major, a large majority of people are like dude there's so many issues fix these first don't release a new class for me I don't I don't really mind so much the new classes coming out um, as long as they're also making fixes in the meantime which I get technically in this case they are with like the balance bash, but hopefully um yeah i don't know hopefully they keep balancing stuff as well
4: i definitely hear players say like oh great a new class another indirect buff to, uh indirect uh nerf to my class
5: <laughs> there's definitely players like that
1: yeah uh yeah this one might be so the last heidel ball was the shy so this one might be one of those special classes that reslar has been waiting for dude a I will. I will or a
2: will.
4: I will make a guess here. This class will have a range grab.
1: <laughs> That's probably a safe guess.
4: <laughs> I mean, think about it. Nova, Ashesheen, uh, fucking Sage.
1: Arguably, a neck impeller also. <laughs> There's uh They're not melee grabs anymore. Those days are over.
4: It feels like every new class now is going to ha- is going to be lawn light with the grabs and then have insane damage, iframes, protected stuff.
1: Well, the iframes actually not. I mean, Nova doesn't have any, so.
4: Well, yeah, I guess that would be one example of not the case. But Awakened Nova
1: is pretty
4: disgusting with
1: its, its mobility, it's crazy strong. Yeah, I don't know. That's don't another
4: know. one I feel like it's on the chopping block for nurse. We didn't really mention them. I feel like that should be on the chopping block for nerfs too.
1: I kind of want like if I could pick a new class myself. Well, I don't know. It's tough.
2: Yeah,
1: I still think like a like a Diablo 3 style witch doctor would be really cool in this game. That
4: would be cool. Could you but... imagine those damn uh, Cause uh, doesn't doesn't they they throw that uh, that thing that bounces between all yeah, the mobs? Yeah, dude, locust swarm and oh, BDO would be so cool. Locust swarm too, yeah.
1: Yeah, locust swarm and BDO would be so epic. And like the acid pools that drop down or explode on the ground, like stuff like that would be so cool.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can't release a better Maywa that can dodge the nasty spot. Yuma and Adai says.
2: Oh
4: my god. <laughs>
1: they're going to release a maywell that can actually get out of that. And spot.
4: So one with an iframe?
1: frame one with an iframe. frame um, outside of that, there's not really like a whole lot new. We do have a Heidel ball coming up June 19th. I'm sure we're going to get a ton of news. The dungeon is coming out in KR June 2nd. <sighs> so before our next podcast, we should be able to talk about the Heidel Dun or the Heidel, the Adaraxian dungeon. It'll be on KR. So I'll at least have seen it. Um, but we do have a. Uh, I don't know, Rez, is there anything else you want to touch on before we go to the comments?
0: I fucking hate Stars In.
1: What happened now?
0: It's just karma bombers, dude. It's so fucking irritating. Oh, that's only well, going to get better when they release the new
1: system. Yeah, luckily in the future, you'll be killed by a shark. Like, this place is
0: awful. It It attracts the worst fucking people. This mystic walks up, says DFS. I'm like, no thanks, just keep grinding. He flags up on me, I kill him. So it's like, all right, there's your DFS, you lost, and you got the jump on me. You suck dick, I've been playing this class for less than a week. And then he just grinds over me for fucking five minutes. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I just gotta kill him then. So I kill him, he fucking pro-reses, I kill him, he pro-reses, I kill him, he he pro-reses. He finally gets a kill on me, and he starts talking shit. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're actually the worst person. I've played this class for like four days. I've killed you five times, including one where you got the jump on me and you're karma
3: bombing me. Holy shit, you're actual literal garbage.
1: Well, to me, all that sounds like is you should be arrested by one of the sheriffs.
3: <laughs> like, why does anyone grind this spot, bro? It's awful.
1: Because the money is crazy.
3: Tell go full red.
4: Nah. Going full red these days is super dangerous with how much everything costs.
1: Dude, I can't wait until I'm a sheriff and I have to show up and stop Rezlar from griefing that poor mystic.
5: <laughs> poor Roslar. <wrestler. laughs>
1: um So comments. I'm gonna go to comments. You guys ready for comments, dude? Comments. I think so. Uh here's their uh their Q two twenty one uh highlights where um Enhanced live service plus focus on Crimson Desert. It's coming. Video's gonna die soon. Uh, in Black Desert, uh, all platform, new class update at the same time. Hideout Banquet, PC self-publishing, third anniversary event, Korea, Steam. Console ocean update and mobile. See, this is the thing. It's like, didn't mobile already get Kunoichi? So this like live service update thing doesn't even make any sense to me. But whatever. I don't know. I'm not really sure.
4: Maybe it only got a... Um, Prime originally. Uh, maybe they've been releasing the kits independently. I think.
1: All right. So for those who do not know, we uh we read the comments on the show at the end of the episode. Usually on most episodes, we didn't last week, so we uh we owe you guys two weeks of comments. Um, we read them. We try our best to reply or answer. Uh, what's going on? So so uh, here we go. We have man a lot these are from uh this one has 49 comments from
4: oh my gosh
1: (laughs) all right dude i dig it i like the comments all right the awkward ninja says uh if they feel like uh i feel like if they give you a bonus based on bounties on you it could be an okay system if it replaces karma entirely yeah if you had like if there was some benefit to having bounties on you so it was like risk reward kind of thing
4: like extra drop rate kind of thing
1: at least Rez in the future, although the deck system still takes too long. At least when we do get that bounty system, you'll be able to deck everybody and anybody.
0: Oh, that's not a problem. Deck is sent now, so he's about to get fucking farmed. Uh, he's about to get farmed by someone who's played this class for four fucking days. How embarrassing. Look at Rez. Striker,
1: right? Uh, yeah, Striker. Well, it's one of the hardest classes in the game, too. Yeah. Uh, Adele yeah, Monette yeah. Rivera Man says... Regarding Sage, Suck Sage was nerfed to the ground, period. Awakened Sage is very nice. Regarding bounty system, make all Elvia server as Arsha servers and Dev PA should create another Elvia server with no restriction. Bounty system is necessary. We actually still have a, uh, a Sage that remains in succession for Node War and they do really well. So, I, I actually disagree in large scale that it's been nerfed to the ground. Uh, I think that I mean, it depends what you base it on. if you compare it to what it was, yes, it's I guess technically nerfed to the ground, but the ground being you know where all the other classes have to play
4: ground being the <laughs> apply ground not helping the air above everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, the ground being where the rest of us are hanging out at um
4: True.
1: Svarnir Truon says Reslar stop uh Reslar spending two minutes reiterating what was just said only more confusingly. No wonder his poor guild member wasn't getting it. I say we make make a sheriff hunting guild. 10 years is nothing for an MMO. BDO will still be played for sure. Somehow RuneScape is still alive in multiple versions. Guild War 2 is 9 years old. WoW is geriatric. FF14 is already 8 years old. I don't think MMOs die in 10 years unless someone screws up pretty bad. And with how much time and money all the shit bucket users on BDO have invested, they aren't leaving anytime soon. I feel guilty about my 1100 Australian over 4 years. You guys go big. Or go home, dude. Alright.
0: I think the main difference is aside from maybe Guild Wars 2, all of those games have way bigger player bases than BDO.
4: I would say is too successful to like die out in 10 years too though. To be fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't It think... didn't have a blessed moment, you know?
1: Nah, uh, yeah. The BDO's player base is so big. it, it they're fine. Maybe not in NA itself. But Overall, they have so many people. It's going to be around for a while. I mean, you just got to look at their earnings report, dude. They're, they're going to try to milk that for at least 10 years. That's the MMO way. Don't release a new game. Just milk, 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 milk for as long as you can. Uh, vitamin C, SEA, that's clever, says, if you removed two protected skills off Archer, Ranger, or Sage players would be devastated. Doubtful. Putting protections on range skills is the problem. Yeah, you don't think uh, you don't think removing protection from uh, Spirit of Sylvia and Piercing Light would would make any difference? I think uh, if you if you remove protection from Meteor Dive and Spirit of Sylvia, Archer would not be devastated, or uh, Ranger. If you remove protection from I don't know, uh, let's say on on
4: Meteor Dive a melee skill though.
1: On Succession, <laughs> on Succession ranger if you remove uh if you remove super armor from blasting gust prime blasting gust and frontal guard from razor Wind, it's not going to make a difference (laughs) i like come on dude okay uh sage too dude i don't know uh if you remove he, he mentioned sage but like i don't know if he's referring to sucker awakening but yeah if you remove super armor from um Ator's energy and from their Rabom. I, I don't know. I think they'd be pretty devastated. Uh, so, yeah. Like, it's, like wizard it's, level? Uh, Stellarm in the studio says grab classes should have their slows removed. Non-grab classes should have slows. Red players should get a bonus loot drop at balance to balance sheriffs. I'm down. Although the red player thing is not relative to sheriffs, but I think he means not I think he means the uh, Oh my god, what's the word? It's escaping me now. Villain? Yeah, the villain thing. Um Spectral says Fix Awakening Maywa P V E for Heaven's sake and Kuno too. And as for PV the PvP thing, alright, first of all, I'm gonna go ahead and Whoa. stop you out right there. Do not Spectral, you do not ever place Kuno in the same category as Mewa. ever I do I have to find the video Nayashi supplied me with when you guys when when Kuno is getting 6600 in trash and sacra we we can talk about being in the same category okay?
4: I don't I mean I guess it, I guess in the context of not needing to spam new year's eve sure but
1: then they need to clarify that and don't lump us Yeah in. they need don't to clarify that Ever. That's, I lump I,
4: us I personally can't even agree to that that's that's a uh...
1: Um, he says, and for, and as for the PVP thing, they should make all servers like Arsha, but like three to five channels. Make those Care Bear land. Uh, don't sit here and attempt to fix node wars and siege when you can't handle basic shit. Slightly better Nyashi, try out suck, does awakening with 12 less AP when grinding. Wait, try suck out, does awakening with 12 less AP when grinding. Baywall awakening is freaking trophy case class now, only for looks. Dude, when did they put this? So this is two weeks ago.
4: So this was before the the patches. No. Inaccurate. I, I grinded succession mawa for a year and a half, so I'm well aware of its potential.
1: Yeah, Awakening Mawa is just straight up better than suck or grinding. What? And these buffs like didn't even like change that. <laughs> like, even with I, the buffs.
4: I don't I don't understand why they thought I wasn't grinding on suck this whole time leading up to like the last two weeks
1: i don't know try out suck Nasty, maybe you'll learn jj um, carver <laughs> jj carver says hey peeps i'm fairly new to bdo coming from guild wars 2 as a top pvp i started playing last year after trying it out and falling in love with the combat system I'm not understanding the direction this game is taking with the bounty system after years of playing mmos including quite a few korean ones they always take a nosedive when they implement changes to punish pvp me being new and still gearing up I get destroyed often when my grind spot is challenged, but it motivates me more so than tilts me. Yeah, I've re-rolled a few times, but it came with intentions of me finding a classic and hold my own on when challenged out in stars and trees, etc. I'm glad you guys are speaking up about the PvE slash casual crybabies, because they ultimately straight up ruin games. Just like with you guys pushing for witcher nerfs, please don't let BDO tank Um, from within because of these plebs. It's also quite weird they went this route rather than just add PvE only servers like a lot of Korean MMOs. Sorry for the long comment, but I've seen this happen before in other MMOs and I really was looking forward to being able to challenge people in open world PvP when able to. Keep up the good work, guys, and you're welcome, Frosty, for the tier one sub during the tournament. Haven't enjoyed myself and laughed that hard on Twitch in a while. Should have stuck to the fundamentals. (laughs) Yeah. Mm we were making fun of like the standard like sports commentary whenever like someone's like down or losing it's like alright they just got to get back to the basics here they just got to stick to the fundamentals
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then we just it just became a meme and we kept saying like someone's down o two. it's like they just got to get back to the basics they got to remember the, fundament- the fundamentals of their class it's the only way
4: oh my gosh
1: uh nxcbc says why is there no red player ranking for those who kill the most filthy blue players true
4: well because kr devs are just as much as care bears as regular people that play the game
1: um, unfortunately dromang86 says, sounds like they're promoting feeding people to mobs with the new bounty system mm-hmm. <laughs> yep they are uh so I gotta go out and give it 110 is right <laughs> you gotta give it more than your all uh Droming says sounds oh uh, sorry uh star crusader says i'm reslar with a question mark um Zamp says complains about care bears panics about choice or divios being sheriffs reslar went full alex jones there kek w oh shit reslar what do you have to say to that
3: well uh, isn't that my job yeah i thought that
0: that's his signature. That's like literally why I'm here, is it not?
1: Well, but he's saying you, you complained about Care Bears, but then also were panicking that Choice and Divius are going to be sheriffs. <laughs> thus calling you a Care Bear.
5: That like, it's like Care Bear. Wait, I'm
3: I'm confused. How are those two even relatively connected?
1: Well, you should be fine with Divius and Choice being a sheriff because you just fight them. Why are you being Care Bear about PvPing against those strong sheriffs?
0: But I'm not saying don't allow them to be sheriffs because they're geared. I'm just saying, like, don't yeah, that's going to suck whenever to they show and up. And then
1: get sheriffed. And then get sheriffed. Oh, no. Here's
0: the fun. Here's the fundamental difference between, like, these two scenarios. I am not saying that other people should be forced to do or not to do something. Like, I'm just saying yeah, man, that's going to suck whenever Choice and Divious show up to your spot. I am not claiming that they should not allow to be sheriffs. Like, that's the fundamental difference. The Care Bears are saying that no one should ever be allowed to PvP ever because it's super evil and bad and it's not fun for me and so nobody else should be allowed to do it. That's the fundamental difference. As soon as you start trying to dictate what other people should and should not do, I'm sorry, I don't care. Your opinion is irrelevant.
1: Stardust says we should be able to take a piece of gear from the sheriff at a low chance.
4: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Oh my God.
4: No, it would be pretty good. I would definitely gang up on that. I would karma bomb people on purpose just to get the sheriff gone.
1: All right, 197 millimeter says, I, I think there is still a side of the sheriff system that you guys don't see because you're involved in more end game PVP. There are a lot of people that go around killing life skillers for fun. The current karma system does nothing. There are people who have fun just killing some low gear noob over and over, and I think that is the behavior they're trying to curb, maybe. I think I know Wait. the problem PA is trying to solve, but this probably will go too far in the other direction. This game really does need a proper villain system. They have the red player-only town in the desert, which makes me think they were trying to do something like ArcheAge's pirate system, but they stopped working on it.
4: What? People going around killing life skillers so that's our problem that's the reason why we need this system
1: isn't that what are the karma system for, for i mean I don't yeah know.
4: i thought that's what the karma system's for they go red and their punishment is they could potentially be fucking killed by someone or you if you just swapped your tag character that has all the gear
1: <laughs> i mean the 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 converse to that would be like it are uh, like a better benefit to that instead of the bounty system would be like if you go that far negative red then maybe people can see you on the map so people yeah. know there's a red player nearby, and they'd actually like be, be like, fine. "Oh, let's go kill him."
4: That's that. I don't agree with that comment at all. Also, they go, they go red on. I'm sorry.
1: You, you can't go red on Oasis alt and kill life scholars. You literally can't. You can't wear Oasis gear if you're red.
4: Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can't. So you can't. You can't even grieve someone with just a throwaway character. You have to do it on a main or
2: yeah yeah oasis gear, gear it
1: drops your ap to one or uh, and your dp to one when you put on oasis gear
0: also know. i'm very confused it's life skilling is not like grinding where like there's a lot of like competition on no, like a doing certain it just channel for fun,
1: right? they're just going there just to kill life skillers in popular life skill spots to, i know to, but to my
0: fun. point is like can't you
4: just swap channels Swap channels or swap to your
0: fucking I mean, tag character
4: that has your
0: gear.
1: I I can't get behind you on that argument, Roser, because that that's the same thing as like, can't we just swap channels if someone comes to our spot? I mean, that's no, like,
0: but that's different though because no, it's not. It's not uh, are you telling me that there's like there just, are uh, contested uh, life heaps skill of spots? People... Yes,
1: yes, there are contested life skill spots, hundred percent. Really? Yes. Yeah, I know
3: that.
5: I know Interesting
3: that experience,
1: but but the whole like you could just swap. No, 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 no.
3: I don't know. I always did
4: Duel for Spot with our life skill gear on. It was fucking funny as shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. See, I didn't, I
4: didn't know that there's like... So there's like
0: PVE like rotations that people do?
1: Yeah, dude. Alright, here. I'm That gonna are read like the contested on
0: each channel?
1: Lion meat, bear herbs, wolves, bear deer meat, Um, Lion meat taken. specifically. Have fun switching at bear at 8pm. Bear's more contested than Starzan. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Interesting. I mean, at least though on on for life skilling, you could leave your character level 49 or 50 and still life skill. Could you not? I mean, True. not not saying that that's a for sure good solution, but at least it's an option that when you're grinding you don't even have that option.
4: The only place is like lines I think will be a problem. I I think if you just throw your gear on you'd be okay though.
0: I don't I just don't know like
1: Oh yeah, like, lions. We already do have need the karma hunt.
0: system. I'm confused.
1: Oh yeah, 49 at lions would be pretty. It would be pretty rough, actually. I take it back. Yeah, I don't know. Griefing sucks, dude. I don't know. Like the those I mean, but this bounty system, like, and also, yeah. Sorry,
0: I just had a, a thought. Like, once again, I'm gonna point out: if we had a PVE server, it would solve these problems.
1: Yeah, PvE servers still. You better could go searching. you
0: could go you could go life skill on the PvE servers and nobody can PvP you.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, there's also like sometimes we get caught up. NAEU has a ton of servers, right? We have like fifty, whereas like SEA has thirteen, SA has like nine. It's a lot harder to swap channels on there.
4: Yeah, for them, yeah. Admittedly that is the,
1: that is true. PvE servers definitely should just be a thing. Uh, I'd much rather have like one PVE server in every channel cluster than have this bounty system, personally.
4: Yes, 100%. I think that would solve a lot of the problems that we deal
3: with for those individuals that are dealing with them.
1: Um, Xharambe says, I think uh, Tamer Awaken needs some love. Console still doesn't have a button for WW. PVE is met. Oh, that sucks. You can't bind WW on console, Tamer. That actually sucks. PV, that's like literally that class is completely unusable without having WW. <laughs> that uh-huh. sucks. Um P V is mad me- I think all the melee people need a AoE bleed debuff for pulling mobs. Uh Tamer actually did get one. This is two weeks ago, so he doesn't know that. But Tamer actually does have a good pull skill now. Um debuff for pulling mobs. Um possibly even some thematically acceptable version of magic lighthouse type skill to aggro or suck in people you can get behind punishes your assassins shouldn't have to work so damn hard for silver when other classes are brain dead as fuck yeah it's fair I work Um, really
3: hard for my silver
1: Daz said they could change all node war servers to Arsha servers and it would even make sense thematically yeah that would be kind of cool but without the drop rate buff just as like pvp service yeah I
0: could see that that could be a good thing Mm -hmm. yep yep
1: uh, Victor Med says comments and opinions on camos. We'll let Rezlar handle that. Resler, your thoughts on uh camos, on the uh, talking about the ghillie suit? I believe so. I think he's talking about ghillie.
5: Ghillie suit is the most pay-to-win thing in this game.
1: Can you give a brief rundown why in only one word?
0: Uh in one word? No, but <laughs> in a couple words, it's the only item in the game that gives you an actual combat advantage that can only be bought in the cash shop and can't be obtained in game by any means whatsoever.
4: So your your one word would have been camouflage.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh what yeah, I need uh you gotta bring break it down into one word, wrestler. Just try.
3: Uh
0: one word? Fuck dude,
4: I don't know uh um,
0: what's a,
1: what's a is there a way, a way to say can't see in only oh blind, there we go blind, <laughs>
2: blind. blind. <laughs> you
1: go blind there's the one word I like it all right, yeah, uh the axis says ttk it's not the it's not the game that damage focused. it's you and Frosty, you can't jinx anyone. don't be egocentric. you are not important for the outcome of the AOA since you can't read. Wait, what? TTK is time to kill it's not yeah. the game that damage focused it's you and Frosty you can't jinx anyone don't be egocentric you are not important for the outcome of the AOA since you can't read
4: I got an aneurysm trying to understand that
1: That's- yeah what the fuck I think he's making. I think he's making a joke. I think he's saying like we like we're saying like oh we don't want to root for people because we can't jinx them. We're not important enough for the outcome. And then he's saying you're not important enough, especially because you can't read. I don't know. It's either a, a really bad joke or a tasteless insult. Uh, King Jerbear says I'm a new player. Mm-hmm. Started in January, and while I'm not a huge fan of the bounty system, I can see why people are looking for a system like that. Guys like me are several years behind on the gear curve. (sighs) I'm going to get to that point in a minute. And we will never catch anyone that is actively (laughs) playing the game as much as we are. Aside from that, I've been killed dozens of times while I'm just randomly life-skilling or riding my slow horse uh, to its destination, and only a handful of times been challenged while I'm actively grinding. The other thing that's easy to overlook is just being behind in game knowledge. Even if I were somehow able to have 680 gear score, there are 20 classes in the game. Most of the time I can't even figure out what the hell the class is that's attacking me, at least for a few minutes. So while new proposed bounty system is terrible, I am a fan of something that dissuades people from randomly killing me for no reason. I'm normally a big fan of PvP and challenging myself and others in game, but BDO has an insanely huge learning curve in nearly all aspects, and an even steeper gearing curve. Just give my two cents from someone uh, who you guys seem to think is a Care Bear. I'm just trying to learn and enjoy the game. Rizzler, did you want to comment on any of the Care Bear thoughts?
0: Uh, so, first of all, the idea that you can never catch up is not true. It, there's this weird thing where people on the low end don't realize that upgrades become way harder to get on the high end. I don't understand the idea that like you can't catch up. Like you like even, very
4: easily can. Reslar can catch up to Frosty. He just needs to hit a few more tet overs and he good
1: to go. Think about this. Think about where I am. Nayashi, what's your gear score? Uh
4: I am six forty 640...
5: what?
1: All right, so Nayashi is 6-4. You can literally in seasons like get to like 600-ish. I know people get mad at me, but like at the end of seasons, you get out, you can get to 600-ish relatively easy, regardless of your timetable compared to what we used to have to do. Okay? And on top of that, like I'm 30 gear score above Nayashi and he still can kill me. And um, like if he duels right now, if Nayashi just is better, he's going to beat me like straight up, even 30 gear score down. Not only that, but every time I go for an upgrade, he, in the time it takes me to get one upgrade, he is getting like three to four upgrades. So like in four months from now, he's gonna be only uh 15 gear score behind. And then six months from now, it'll be five gear score, even though the money difference is like massive, but the gear score amount, like the gap closes. Like it's actually not that, crazy it does take time I'm not saying it doesn't take time but it's not like that crazy to catch up and I, I think people have this notion that like oh if I'm fighting someone that's 670 gear score I have to also be 670 or I can't kill them which is also like just not true yeah um, now I that think like all three of us,
4: all three of us she- can agree to that point
1: people
0: think that like oh well you get more gear and so you make more money and so you keep getting upgrades at the same rate as somebody else because your upgrade cost goes up but your money goes up and it's like no that still is not how that works like your upgrade cost at a certain point far outweighs any amount of money that you can intake
4: i mean realistically uh for us you could probably give a better metric on this but getting another ap bracket for your pve damage is Maybe equivalent to 100 trash.
1: Well, it doesn't matter what your AP bracket is because you could just tag along right now.
4: Oh, it's Amertet.
1: Oh, kill him. You have to kill him. He's going to be so mad. Um, yeah, and that, now the other things that he mentioned, I think that, that he does bring up some good and valid points. Like like he's saying, like, I like PvP. It's just like, dude, I'm, I'm like just starting out and people are randomly killing me when I'm life skilling or like riding my horse to a new location which is why I think like the PvE servers kind of kind of make sense.
3: Yes, exactly.
1: Um,
0: like All roads lead to the PvE server. Just fucking do it
4: already. I'm just too geared now. What the fuck? Oh, I have my kudum. I don't have a nova. Fuck, I can't but
0: also, kill. like, I love the part where he's like, I'm in favor of something that uh, prevents people from just randomly killing me. Yeah, it's called the karma system.
3: It's in the game. <laughs>
1: Yeah, people are. I mean, I don't know. You can gear up quick, and like, you don't have to play twelve hours a day. You can literally just set up bartering and casually play, and just turn in imperial boxes and barter, and just participate in whatever events happen, and you're gonna gear up. Login rewards and stuff and like it, it. It's protein. just so much easier now to gear up. I don't know. Uh, at least to get within a range where you can participate. And the other thing too is like, I don't know. It's just not. It's not like so crazy. It's not like, hey, oh, this guy. This guy's starting the game. Like Armin, like Armin started playing last year. And like, there's probably not a single person in my guild he can't kill. And people in my guild have been playing for five years. And Armin started playing in the middle of the year last year, or the beginning of the year last year, or whatever. So it's like, I don't know. it's not It's not that crazy. It's not like you have to play someone said 12 hours a day for two years that's not true <laughs> it's just not true and arvin spends most of his time in battle erin uh arena of arsha um z z d says so guys uh you would like to see wiz and witch nerfed even more because it's still best class for pvp what about 1v1 duel for spot for example what are your ideas to make awaken Wiz playable 1v1 then or I just supposed to give my spot to literally every other class minus Shies maybe, or I should learn maybe different class to play 1v1, even if I don't want to play it. I'm really looking for some ideas how to make Wiz Witch playable 1v1. I can't come up with anything, unfortunately. I really love Awakened Wiz playstyle.
0: Split TP. We've said it for a really long time. Every yeah. single Witch and Wizard spec should have split TP. It would help them massively in 1v1s. it helped them a little bit in terms of large scale, but it wouldn't bring them like super over the top. Like, it's literally just every single spec should have split TP.
1: Yeah, if they had split TP, plus they just made it so you can cancel out of Aqua Jail, I think they should do the same thing for Bolide. You should be able to cancel out of Bolide in the same way uh, with Magical Evasion. They, a while back, gave Magical Evasion super armor. Um, And I don't know, like, would it be the worst thing ever if they made Earth's Response protected? similar to uh succession but just not add any of the damage or as much mobility leave it like a minor amount of mobility and make it like a three second cooldown scoot um but outside of that like i don't know um it's hard to say yeah sorry i kind of to be honest i know it sounds crazy but you you can be more than shy like honestly if you practice your class and learn it like even on awakened wiz you you can win a majority of your duel for spots like I, I just am never i never agree with this notion that like you absolutely can't win like i've seen the people out there that duel for spot man like they're a lot of them mm-hmm. just have no idea what they're doing they come up duel for spot they ask to the duel for spot if you know how to play your class and you want to play wizard like legit you can just practice pvp a little bit So that way, when you get a duel for spot, they're like, oh, it's an Awakened Wizard. This is going to be easy. And then you just completely clap them. You know?
3: It's also, like, man, I'm not saying that Witch and Wizard Awakening are bad or are good at
0: 1v1s. Like, you're definitely going to have to put more effort into it. But, like, you can be good at 1v1s on those classes. Like, you specifically as a player. If you put in the time, the energy, the effort, the research, the practice, like... I have met awakened witches and wizards that have been insane in 1v1s that I struggle to beat as a fucking berserker. Like, they're out there. And it's really difficult, and it's a fucking long process. It requires a lot of practice, but, I mean, it can be done at the end of the day.
1: That haven't been said. I do think our our changes would be kind of fun. Like, awakened wiz would be way and they more would help fun immensely. If, if you could split TP and... Same with Awaken Witch. And I think they'd both be uh, more fun if you could cancel out of just a couple more. Like, you don't have to make it everything. It, they can stick to the theme. But like, Aquagel bull being stuck in it for the entire duration can feel really bad. Um I
5: remember whining because I escaped, escaped.
1: The abusing ship mechanics. Someone's asking, do streamers get free loot scrolls? I see Choice grinding 12 hours a day. How come they don't run out of loot scrolls? Yeah, he's probably just buying them from the pearl shop. We, do, we 100% do not get free loot scrolls. Uh, let's see. Doo, doo, doo. Um, Koki says, so, so two days ago I was at Bandits and I had to turn my camera top down because I got into a tight spot and Awakening Sage killed me and I died to mobs. He apologized, lol. Oh no. Uh late night says, uh given you have to go months to even get the gear to compete, they do need something. Not sure this is it. Don't think PvE servers will help. We'll just make PvP servers dead. I disagree with that no. so much. I 100- No. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, even still like it, when that that still would be better than the bounty system, even if the PvP servers died. Um, Kuno says, oh God, this bounty system is literally the worst shit I've ever read. I actually got depressed reading it. Yeah, Sarah Angel saying, "Resler talking about his outfit problems and making me face my own addiction is such a mood. (laughs) Uh, Draga3888 says, I personally like the idea of the bounty system. It give me a reason to go out and kill people in open world and get some kind of reward, but it does make griefing more easy, which does suck. They should just add perks to being wanted and remove karma and it would be a fun system. Yeah. Um, Noblesse says no, but You don't
0: understand. <clears throat> villains are bad. Red players are bad. You're a bad person if you fucking press alt C and you should be punished for it.
1: Noblesse says LOL all the bitching about the proposed bounty system. What's the matter? Isn't PvP what you want? Here we go. This is This is what I've been waiting for. Isn't the PvP what you want? Oh, is this
0: the one that I linked you guys? Yeah.
1: Uh, with this system, uh, yeah. you will attract uh, PvP to you, or you guys will only have Brave flagging up on undergeared players minding their own business. <laughs> that I Again, I don't know why that they think that that's what we're talking about. Like, Rezlar, the situation Reslar was just in, where a guy comes up, asks to duel for spot Reslar says no, and then the guy just starts killing his mobs that is not reslar going up to some unprotected low-geared player and farming them that's not what happened but that guy and that reslar had he, to fight is the one that furthermore... <laughs> benefits most from this system
0: yeah and furthermore he flags up on me and then i kill him so like there you go it's like he says it's not the... like he's a victim of the system he just used it <laughs>
1: So he says, with the proposed system, you flag up on someone and then you have a good chance of someone your own size showing up to give you more PvP, which is what you keep saying you supposedly want. You supposedly want. Uh, are you, or are you scared that someone your own size might come shove you out of the way you shoved out the other player? Ask for duel, and if they say no, then fuck off and find a free channel just like they did. LOL. Um, it's hilarious to hear you wondering on on about why the Sheriff gets reward and the PKer does not. You really don't seem to get that you are the ones griefing. LOL, griefing is an active role. That's like suggesting that the police should give 10K bonus reward to criminals and get away with it, and you are missing the point that flagging up on someone is in fact griefing. You want PVP? There's always RBF, 24-7, BA, dual requests, and of course, the Arsha PVP channel. The only reason you would flag up on a random would be to steal their spot. Yeah, I don't know why that's always his scenario. To steal their spot, just in the same way if I get on a bus and shove you, your mom, off a seat would rightfully make me an asshole because it was her seat. She sat there first. Okay, this is a great analogy. I actually love this analogy because here's what actually happens in the analogy, okay? Now, imagine, no bless, you're sitting in the bus seat. You're on a public bus, public transportation. You're sitting in a seat. Some guy comes up, pulls you out of the seat, throws you onto the floor, and then you get up and go, dude, what are you doing? You grab him out of the seat, push him onto the floor, and then the cops come and arrest you and put you in jail.
3: Yeah. Because that's the actual system that we're getting. I I I would almost say, yeah, it's, yeah.
1: It's not punishing the guy that's coming out and moving the guy out of the seat, which is what you're comparing like me and Reslar and Nayashi to. It's punishing the guy sitting in the seat. That guy goes to jail. It's, uh, my God. Um, so you want to act like an ape and shove players around. Expect the system to punish you. It is idiotic to expect it to reward you when you have the options to PVP freely in Arsha. <laughs> Arsha's one server. Out of 50, there's 50 servers for a reason. Just saying, just go Arsha because you know there's people that have gear too and you can't actually defend yourselves is like a childish thing to say. Uh, Since I know what the reply is going to devolve to, no, I am not a new undergeared player. I'm almost 800 gear score. Okay.
2: (laughs) No, you're not.
1: Now now he's trolling. (laughs) Now I know that he's trolling the whole thing. This is a troll response. This is probably Bloom, dude. I think this is Bloom. It probably is. I'm not yeah. giving credit to the rest of this. This is a troll. Okay. Uh, Small dig stole your girl says make RBF 150. Well, hold, mi- on, hold on,
0: hold on, Because what? hold on. We, we should at least touch on. No, that like,
1: is 100% confirmation that the whole, the person's being sarcastic. This whole thing is being sarcastic. It,
0: it, it has to be. It yeah. has to be. Yeah. But here's the thing is that there, there are actually people who feel like that. Like you have to understand there are not just what there are a multitude of situations that happen in BDO. Right. Cause like that is obviously a troll to me. Right. But there are people that actually do believe exactly what that person just said. It is not, always such a black and white thing where if you are flagging up then you are the aggressor in literally every situation it's not true yeah that does happen 100% it does happen that people flag up just to grief people that are just trying to live their own lives and not bother anybody else like the life skillers was a perfect example someone's just life skill and minding their own business and then some perma red player that's streaming to like five people runs up and kills them because haha it's funny like, yes, that does 100% happen, and we should try to protect those people, right? But it, it is also the case that flagging is a useful tool for defending yourself. Like, flagging yep. does not automatically mean that you're the aggressor. It just doesn't. Like, there are a multitude of ways and reasons and, like, situations where flagging up is something that, like, just kind of has to be done, Right. And that's what people need to try to understand. And I know it's difficult to understand that, especially if you don't like PvP. Then you're like, well, I don't
3: like PvP, so why should I be forced to? Like it's just it's just the
1: case. Um all right. Small Dick Stole Your girl says make RBF 150 mil an hour. Triconnect says, uh Regarding language barriers in EU, I can tell you that if you speak English, you won't have any trouble. You just accept that some people won't understand you 100% and you basically use simple English. Um, There was one time I got called dog in French and I just learned that after I finished grinding, though worth it, I flagged, killed French uh, baguette and got called a dog, but he left. If you have voice channels on your Discord, you may see uh, specific language channels or if you enter a channel, there might be a conversation going on in German or something. He threw me off with the whole "you kill the French baguette," but okay. Uh, Frank's 80s says how to kill how uh, to kill BDO in one patch. Buff striker PVE. Make all servers but one PVE only. Make all node wars hunter man and kill ninety five percent of guilds. Leave uh, siege. leaves siege to kill itself. Uh, can't wait to go play Elion in two weeks. I guess.
5: Are either of you excited for Elyon?
1: A little bit. I, I was more excited before the beta came out and I saw people playing it. Then it made me less excited, sadly, but kind of.
0: I was talking about this to some guildies the other day in uh, Discord. It's like, man, I'm
5: so tired of playing games that look and feel like they came out in 2010. I see Elyon and my brain just goes, oh, Terra.
0: Like, I don't know.
1: It's. Well, I love. I think fondly on Terra. I remember Terra. I like Terra. I think fondly on
0: Terra too, but Terra came out when?
1: (laughs) Well, it doesn't. It looks better than Terra. I mean, it's definitely improved on Terra, but it's like. It's very Terra esque. And the graphics do not look like super exciting. But I don't know. Dude, I, I just. The biggest thing that turns me off is the interface is freaking crazy. There is just so much going on on the screen in that game. Like, it looks like a mobile game. Yeah. And not a good one, like Raid Shadow Legends. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, DevAct says, yet another... Oh, wait, wait. Um, uh, GM says, please don't hate me, uh, but I'm one of the PvE people that does not like PvP, and I agree 100% we should have our own servers. The times I've had the most fun is when I made a season hash, plus I loot scroll 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devact says, yet another system full of loopholes for players to exploit. Somehow this has become a recurring theme lately. I'm on the fence whether I should become a griefer and grind on top of other players to make PAC their mistakes once the bounty system hits live service. I doubt they'd actually punish exploiters this time, so it seems pretty safe to do it. What's your thoughts? P.S. My macro would be, yeah, I'm grinding your spot. What are you going to do about it? I mean that's the thing is like right now the it's system toxic. the system is basically if you go to a channel and someone is there you have to just grind over them and if they flag up you feed them to mobs and call sheriff on them <laughs> you don't ask the duel for spot you don't talk to them you don't be cordial you grief them because griefing in this game is not griefing yeah uh, die has a timestamp and a link I'm scared to click any of these but let's see discussing about the new crystals nayashi fuck i know what i'm getting frosty and Rizzler, what are you getting nayashi ignore grabbers this. <laughs> hey,
3: what?
1: because you were you weren't paying attention when we were talking about the crystals last week it was so fucking funny dude uh, oh yeah, yeah you said you were gonna <laughs> ignore grabbers this. Because <laughs> you weren't listening at all to what we were saying. You were probably being griefed by a Zerker at the time, dude. Probably, oh yeah.
4: God. I wouldn't doubt it.
1: Wait, he links. Let me see. Do we have the audio for this? Good night, Why is Brian you trying to oh, grieve okay, me here it is. Night. Night. On. Ignore. Ignore. All right, here we go. Here we go. For everyone who doesn't remember, let me stream this on Discord, Rez, so you can hear it, too. This is so good, dude. Um, all right, here we go. The timestamp is perfect. Here we go. Ten percent. Fuck, I know what I'm getting. What are you getting? Getting that grab resist stuff up. No, <laughs> <a laughs> no <ignore>. word. <laughs> what <an> idiot. <laughs> he says he says it with the confidence of a thousand sons, dash You go, fuck. I know what I'm getting. We're like, what are you getting? You're like, that grab resist. <laughs> Oh my god, freaking Nashi, man. There was <laughs> and then sunnets. we're both like, no, no, Nayashi, <laughs>
0: it's, it's ignored. <laughs> uh,
1: man, poor Nayashi, dude, just not paying attention.
0: <laughs> dude, perpetually griefed by Zerkers feels bad. Oh my god, dude. He's um, probably
4: being griefed right now. Nash, are you being griefed uh, right now? I'm fighting him, but the problem is I don't have the AP to kill him.
1: You're <laughs> his hard counter. Devil in Game says there is more and more casual players in BDO. People with their scrolls will cry so goddamn hard. That's why they are so loud. I had a conversation with mean? one of my friends about PvP in MoSmo moan. he stated that's near that's nearly harassment to kill others. LOL. The generation of snowflakes and easy modes is growing. Anyway, Reslar, will there be a new tier list?
0: Ah, uh, I mean eventually. I I feel like they've only added one class since we did the last one, so it's still fairly relevant.
3: But eventually, yeah, maybe we'll make it a yearly thing. When did we do the last one?
1: I think it was right after the Nova, and we know they're probably gonna release another class here soon. So probably after like the yeah, new probably, Awakening yeah. of whatever the next class is is established.
0: Also, yeah, uh, man, where's
3: our loot scroll change? <laughs> 'Cause that would be such a huge nerf to
5: griefing, honestly. Yeah. Um, all right.
3: Like, I don't know. That's a big part of why griefing is so annoying, is cause the whole time you're spending time
0: like fighting these people, you're just watching your fucking loot scroll take away. It's so annoying.
1: Um, just minding my business says take a sip of water because it's going to be a long one here so here we go oh my god dude alright we might have to TLDR this um
4: <laughs> that bad huh
1: Hello, dude this is really long alright Uh, hello value pack members first of all I'd like to say I'm a big fan of what you guys do here I've had many laughs entertaining moments emotional moments Uh, oh or, is this sorry,
0: the hash be, one
1: I don't know I haven't gotten there yet is it oh yeah yeah it is a hash one.
0: Yeah, I, I read this one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Can, we, can I skip to that part then? So he yeah, says, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, like yeah, to yeah, address uh, yeah. and suggest a fix for the air to salt changes coming in a hash, especially Suck Hash. Awaken Hash, I feel, can deal with the changes uh, as there are tools in that kit. That being said, one of the important things I want to focus on is class identity. What is a blade class without Chase? <sighs> Just right there. I, dude, I'm so sorry. Just minding my own business. You're comparing the Arid Assault change to Moose's and Maywa's losing chase. Really? What is a caster without oppressive moves? I like that, that's nice in general. <laughs> what is a, an assassin class without the ability to strike like a thief in the night and disappear? As a day one hash main re-rolled from Musa. oh, here we go, I'm sure I see <laughs> For many people <laughs> that have slow stacking PTSD oh from blade classes, when I when I say one of the things that have uh, attracted and kept me on the class is its instantaneous movement. Air assault has multiple uses, not just for a quick CC insta win button, which is one of its uses. Depending on the hash, depends on what you use to get out. Um, you'll you'll get out of it. Examples of being navigating the battlefield quickly and efficiently using AP buffs to air to salt. This is useful in RBF node war siege even grinding in uh, even in grind group spots when you nearly miss out on loot, as I'm sure any hash player will tell you, uh, as well as the fact that there's no better wait, what group spot is hash missing out on loot? Uh, our let's see, basically turning it into Hourglass of death, which is false, which is a useful to our kit. Now I know Frosty disagrees with me here, and yes, I do so far, very heavily, and thinks it's <laughs> a good change, but I feel it will slowly negatively affect hash for the average player and hardcore player it saddens saddens me because the so-called gamers that didn't want to take the time to learn how to fight against hash and adapt their playstyle uh have complained so much that now this change is coming into play seems the competitiveness just <laughs> isn't there anymore not to mention I that like, most of the I like time adapt
0: your playstyle by never using frontal guards you fucking <laughs> noob <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, not to mention that most of the time people are probably being cc'd by binding spirals beforehand. Rightfully so, because they sit behind blocks. Okay, so again, and I'm gonna go over his suggested changes. Um, in, at which the I actually think
0: are kind of fun.
1: I don't, I don't, I hard disagree. But uh, we'll get. Really, we're get I, to I thought
0: that they were fairly reasonable.
1: I, I don't. So. The thing is about the skill is that it teleports you really far. Really, really, really far. And it is... I, now, granted, he wrote this before he got to actually play with it, so maybe his opinion is different now. So I don't want to be too harsh because I also thought that the change was going to be more impactful than it actually is. Um, it, it still, as you saw, Rezlar, it is still incredibly difficult to react to that. Now, you were doing yeah, it knowing when you Hey, desync. I'm going to use air to assault, get out of this, and you still were able to be caught a bunch of times. Now, imagine in the context of a fight where you have no idea when they're going to use it, plus the threat of them using it is always there. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's incredibly difficult to to react to. So, when he says he says, "One, put a frontal guard on the wind-up of air to assault." No. Why? I don't understand why the front why that one needs... the reason why um hourglass of death has frontal guard is because one the wind up is just longer unless you use the canceled version where it's like you really don't even have frontal guard anyway because you just instantly but the wind up is longer, and you don't teleport to their back and it's slower like when you see them winding up and they jump up in the air, there's like actually a travel time to that ability, and you land in front of them, so it doesn't even like them just blocking is why it's like okay to make it safe in the beginning. Um, I don't see any, re- it, air to is still so fast. There's no reason why I should have frontal guard. Um, he says, revert the crouching down mechanic back to instant movement, but remove the CC from air to salt and keep it unprotected so we can still move around freely and quickly. I'm sure all the people that complain about getting CC'd wouldn't mind if it's simply a movement tool. You talked about earlier, this is why, another reason why this change doesn't make any sense. Earlier you talked about the identity, that removing Ered Assault would change its identity, similar to losing chase on, on a Blade class, but then says that just remove the CC so they can still instant cast and use it as movement. Do you know how few catches Awaken, or sorry, uh, Succession Hash would have if you just remove the CC from air Assault? Like, that's like one of their primary catches, like even after the change. That would be so bad, that actually would remove the identity of the class. And then similar to Mirage Assault, if you just must give Aired an animation startup, give it Frontal Guard, then a flash of SA on the landing. This may be overkill, but the CC can be removed on this also. But then what's the point? Like you already have, you already have Mirage Assault. You already have Mirage. And so like, why do you need another protected jump behind them that doesn't CC? It doesn't make any sense. um, And then last, just so I'm not biased, keep the move instant and the CC, but Have a huge stamina cost so you can't abuse it as much. This limits how long the hash can be effective in the flow of battle. I'm just, it doesn't make any sense. If you, listen, I know you think that it's ruining your class, but if you just get used to the way it is now, in the same, like I I hear a lot of hashes say like, well, you could defend against it. You had to anticipate and predict when they were going to use it. If you really feel that way, that you feel like, hey, like you, they just needed to put in the time, and now we're being punished because they refuse to put in the time, then you also could just put in the time, and now figure out when you think they're going to be open, when you think they're going to have an opening, and anticipate and time your air assault to, to hit that opening. In the same, the same exact argument could be used for you and like how to use air assault. But regardless, they are not going to be able to react. It, it's so hard. People are going to be hit by air assault constantly. It's going to be a lot more like normal block jump on Ninja Kuno, where it's like sometimes they don't get hit, sometimes they do. Just depends on how you use it, when you use it, and if you actually like anticipate what they're doing. I think you just got to get used to the the skill. It's fine as it is. The changes you are proposing either make the skill worthless or make it way too strong. And the way it currently is is fine. Um. And then he c- concludes with, I just want the class identity of hash to be kept as a whole. Thank you for reading my comment, even though it's a bit lengthy, much appreciated. A YouTube comment, Discord chat is the limits of my technical knowledge about all this stuff. So I hope fellow hash machines, you three since got some PA poll slash intern term to would push these ideas forward. Anyway, I hope you would enjoy the rest of your evening. Best wishes to you and all your BDO endeavors from the UK. No, PA do not push these suggested changes, please. Uh, yeah. I, I think you gotta you gotta get used to how it works, man. It's it's really not that bad. Um, does says five slash nineteen twenty twenty one episode one ten still not on Spotify? Sorry about that. It I got put, I put it up like a little bit after he said that. They're both up, at one ten and one eleven. Um, it's pride says, is there really a black star user in the tournament? Says often tet user. <laughs> 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 Uh, Mineria says, RIP for Frosty's hope for the slow stacking changes. Also regarding language barriers in the EU, yes, you sometimes notice that you aren't being understood when talking in English, but most people at least know the basics of hello and please leave or similar. And generally, you can come to an understanding even if you don't share a language. Um, It's not really a problem by itself unless certain people take the not knowing English as a free pass to be an inconsiderate ass. Also, yes, German and French are the worst to encounter. Both tend to only stick with their ling- their own language passive aggressively, and I'm not allowed to say that I'm German. Or I am allowed to say that I'm German, she says. Um
5: <clears throat> Yeah. Uh and then Dragon Uzi says Maywa
1: buffs when. Now she remember old Dragon Uzi, don't you? Yeah, of course too too much that guy that's that, it for those right that's it for those that's it for 110 uh on to uh 111 has only 19 comments thank god <laughs> um yeah i'll have to leave here in a little bit for the first time ever i plans but yeah just as a reminder for anyone just tuning in or just joining we are going to be recording the podcast live every saturday at i believe 9 a.m Wait. is what we agreed to right
0: don't we have a whole another set of comments we gotta read
1: yeah I'm just uh, doing okay. a little reminder a little okay. Reminder for before the everyone leaves, you know? Um, yeah, but we'll record it live every Saturday morning. Um, all three of us usually stream. Uh, so instead of Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific daylight time, it'll be Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific daylight time. That way, Nayashi doesn't get abused by his wife. Um, Reslar doesn't miss football games. And for me, <laughs> I just keep changing it because they both are apparently very busy people. Um, Kelly Knott says, first. Uh, Stellarman Studio says, sloppy seconds. Uh, Fitzgood says, when is so frosty going to take charge and become a real Kuno ambassador for Pearl Abyss? I hear they don't have anyone and they need one like Frosty. Uh, it's going to be a minute. you know. I don't even have my Kuno tagged right now. Uh, Jan says, yes. Yesy, I'm so happy for Rez. Oh, because you got the, the, the ogre. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're gonna. Be I was less... also very
0: happy for me.
1: You're gonna be less happy for Rez when you find out what he's wasting the money on. Uh, Daz <laughs> says fifth. <laughs> nice. Uh, Devoin Brunson says so frosty. That was big of you, man. Wait, what was?
5: What was big? I'm of not you? sure. Oh,
1: maybe uh, maybe going for the tet Distos despite being punished.
3: Oh yeah, probably. That I did mean, it worked or... down the end.
1: That or I carried Nayashi out of a burning building. Norgard 9 says, "Grats for the gains Rez. He didn't get gains. He's buying a black star armor. I'm hoping you get a guess. I'm hoping you guys get a guest from the other server, other, or from other server, other than EU, just to know how things are going on other server. You know, since you guys changed your value pack podcast schedule, now the Eastern time zone can catch up to your podcast live. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe, uh, we could, we could try to get someone from one of the other servers. There's a few people I have in mind. Um, Lost Souls says, they should add 1v1 arena to the game and make it a leaderboard, and at the end of the year or month, have another class v class based on the top 10 in the leaderboard. That would be sick. KSO81 okay, says, uh, thing about co-op dungeons and other games is that it's usually rewarding with good drops guaranteed. I have, all right. That's not true. <laughs> I have a feeling BDO will reward us with two million silver in a treasure box at the end of every run. That part is true. Probably will be two million in silver. There is no good drops guaranteed in a lot of dungeons. I I played Terra, I've definitely watched friends play Endgame WoW. I have played uh, Blade and Soul, you are absolutely not guaranteed a useful or rewarding drop at the end of a dungeon. Most of the time you have a chance to get the drop that you're looking for and you're playing that shitty dice roll game with everyone where you get screwed because someone gets the drop that you need, even though they already have it. Um, yeah. Case81 says Pretty sure I know the outcome of what will happen on these enchants. Hope I get surprised. Uh, yeah.
5: You probably got surprised. Du-du-du. Aren't debuffs not supposed to go through forno guards anymore?
4: They don't.
1: Yeah. Um, they do. No, I think they got bugged. I something happened. They they do again, and it's that I actually yeah. They definitely go through frontal guards again. I don't know what really? changed or why, but
4: yeah. Uh, I'm testing with Amortet right now and Ryu. They're both of their, some of their abilities are going through my frontal guard as far as like the add oh, just broke my guard.
5: Yeah. 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 Not skill abilities, just the add-ons.
1: Yeah. I noticed the same thing, yeah. Um, Let's see. Tim says, I can only imagine what life would be like as RNG carried his frosty. Uh, Kevin Andrade Gru says, me and some friends were discussing what the dungeon rewards would have to be to make it feel worth. And our conclusion is, as a group of friends ranging from 620 to 665... That as long as it at least gives 60, 50 to 60% of Hadoom spots in either profit or in other things that made it worth our time, as in you get lower amounts of money, but you get some amount of other valuables, loot scrolls, life XP, books, magic elixirs, etc. I really uh, wish those were attainable, etc. Et um, maybe make it so that income scales with whatever damage or so you do in the dungeon so that the higher gear people in the group get a bit more out of it personally i just feel that enabling some kind of group content in all places or most places should be a thing by now i even know people that two-man grind solo spots with ordered looting from time to time even though it ends their money at a time just because it makes them endure one more more than one hour maybe res that's what you need at stars and you want me to duo grind it with you would that make you feel better
0: (laughs)
3: no
1: What we could duo grind it and do ordered looting
3: no thank you i'm okay
1: um you should. Mineria's saying make a clip of the debuffs going through Phone Guard so she can report it. Wait who? Mineria. Oh
3: okay.
1: And then uh if you send it to me on, on Discord, like a link of the clip, I'll send it and I'll also put it in the partner Discord. Um what were you saying, Russ? I was gonna say
3: you would overgrind the shit out of me.
1: That's right, dude. You just saying, it, you'd be like a, my sixth pet. <laughs> Pinkmaster says i love playing my sucked nova but every time i do 1v1 i feel carried by the minions no matter how well i do i can't imagine having fun running Adamant- adamantine with nova <laughs> yeah dude you're always 4v1ing people it's toxic Frank Sadie says i don't know why they didn't just put people's family name above their head in shadow arena so you could at least report them if they're hacking
3: Yeah, they didn't really do a lot to prevent hackers in Shadow Arena TBH.
1: I think originally, wasn't the name weren't the names not in there so that way you weren't like buddying up with friends or it made it harder.
3: Probably.
1: Um, something void says, am I the only one who feels like the new PvE buffs dumbed down a lot of classes where all you have to do now is stay in awakening slash succession use the same three skills over and over again i'm an awakened dk and i've been staying awakened in pv too because i like to be able to use both pre and awaken kits but if you go to the high end spots and the pre-awaken skills are completely useless succession has put pa in a position where they cannot buff pre-awaken kit otherwise there'd be no reason for many classes to even consider succession i don't like this I don't know, I I don't really agree with that. I mean, I don't think that, that does seem to be the direction that they're going, where they want you to be in mostly Awakening, but like, I still feel like on like Ninja, like they could do a PvE buff for like Blade Spin in pre-awakening. Not saying they need to or whatever after these changes, but I'm just throwing it out there as like a general idea. And it wouldn't, like even if they buffed it in PvE a little bit, it still would be worse than the Succession version, but still usable. So I don't think that they're completely pigeonholed into doing that. Um, I think they definitely can buff pre-awakened skills um, for certain things. I'm trying to think if any classes got any pre-awakened skills buffed, any awakened classes for PVE. Um, Rabombs, a couple of Rabombs got changed, but I don't know, I don't think, did any pre-awakened skills get buffed? I'm trying to think oh wait uh archer well i guess archer can't use succession so that's a bad example (laughs) um hmm.
5: yeah so i I don't know i have to think about it i have to go look through the patch notes
1: um but i'm trying to think who who
5: wanted
1: the uh who wanted the clip uh my
3: Right, She's post. in the Discord. In, yeah. In there uh the Vipack Discord. Alright, I'll post it in there.
1: They need a nerf suck archer, I agree. <laughs> so um yeah, devac says I think the list of announced things you pulled up isn't even complete. It doesn't even mention C skills for succession. Um and those were among the things they first brought up at Calfion Ball, if I recall correctly. Yeah, you're right. Um and I doubt we'll hear anything new about them at this high delt ball either, which is a shame. Since more unique skills is exactly what most successions need to fill out their kit and make cooldown management more bearable. On a completely different note, I'm happy about your new schedule since I can catch live again. Uh, you can still look forward to reading my comments though since Frosty is apparently also still incapable of reading his chat properly. <laughs>
2: That's low <key> toxic. <laughs> um,
1: Touch My Weasel says DK is cracked. LOL, love it. And Wilm or sorry, Wim Verhavert says you could have just oh god damn it Pavagod. This this was a comment that someone posted on Reddit on like in a DK thread. This is exactly what they said. <laughs> I I replied to something about their uh their openings because I, I think it's funny that they think that all of their protected CCs should be a hundred percent gap free. That like they should just have five totally safe through and through protected CCs. Um I like pointed that out and they said someone replied to me, quote, You could have just said you have no idea what you're talking about
2: <laughs> Like
1: Okay. Um the gaps I'm referring to are not intended openings. There are spots in a single protected skill animation that can get you CC'd even when super armor is supposed to still be active. And notice how I didn't mention anything about damage, but you still included that in your wildly inaccurate generalization. Please stay out of the conversation. On, out of the conversations you are uneducated on <laughs> sincerely a DK main oh dude anyway that's that's the show dude that's all the comments my, yeah.
0: I think my favorite thing about comments like that is like for some strange reason DK's think they're the only ones that have gaps in their protection
1: there's a few well there's a few classes that think they're the only ones with gaps and then there's a few classes that say they have gaps that I, I 100% know they don't have gaps I, I I'm at the point where like if if crashed. you want to know if your class has a gap, I, I don't even want to talk about it publicly anymore. You just got to DM me. We talk about it in private. I, I actually want to let the people that think they have gaps and skills that don't have gaps just believe it forever.
5: <laughs> I think it's
1: better that way. Um, There was a really great post by Danum that he put up, I want to say like four weeks ago on Reddit, um, that has a really good... Explanation of the way ping works and and sir uh, pings to the server and not to the server, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that explains like what's actually happening and why like some of these skills don't actually have gaps. Um, that the skill never actually happened, which is why you're being cc'd out of it, not because it has a, a gap. For a lot of abilities, not saying there are no skills with gaps. There are definitely skills with gaps. Um, but or is that posted at it was on Reddit. I'd have to find it. He doesn't have, his name on Reddit is different. So I can't even like search just his name. I'd have to like find it again. But um, if I find it, I'll link it to you and I'll, I'll share it in the, the value pack discord as well. Um, but it's really cool. Cause he just like explains like the, the difference between client side, server side, and like the interaction between them and like kind of how the game works and the intervals at which it sends data and doesn't send data. It's like very interesting and like well thought out and written. Um, but that I think that that would m- maybe help a lot of people to kind of just figure out how that works.
4: Yeah. I'd be interested in reading it. I mean, I already have a general idea of basically what the issue is, but there's not much I can really do.
1: That all having not been said. I would love the gap in Shadow Stomp to be fixed. And that's our show. Um, yeah. <laughs> he
4: ends on that note.
1: <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, I, I appreciate you all um you wanna you wanna give us a sick ending
0: sure thank you everybody so much for watching slash listening hopefully you guys all enjoyed uh like frosty mentioned earlier reminder we will now be recording on saturday mornings instead of uh sunday mornings um in a time obviously uh (laughs) so if you want to catch us live what?
1: Uh, Pavagod's pointing out the other comment He replied to me again after that That rude comment and he said "Quote: If you actually think the reason they gave Dusk The ability to cancel skills in succession Is to mitigate gaps in SA skills Then you were dropped as an infant uh. <laughs> <laughs> True Sorry go oh, ahead uh, I go. didn't mean to interrupt you Go ahead
2: uh, Shout out
0: again to the patrons As well as the subs on all the Twitch streams We appreciate you guys And, uh, yeah, we'll catch
2: y'all next week.